Welcome to Lemonade Magazine Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Anyard, and we're this is a really special Lemonade Podcast because we now have, if you haven't looked at our socials, official co-host, Ashley Smith, better known as, or otherwise known as, Miss Machina. A.K.A. Ashley, <laughs> welcome to the show as part of the, the team officially. How's it going? It's great. It's going good now. I also have I just- some... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I just had some co- uh, coffee chocolate. Nice. Actually, I'm like, I'm ready. I had almond chocolate, like literally yes. five minutes before this. And I want to say too, by the way, uh, we've obviously had you on as an uh, artist, and we will continue mm-hmm. to do that as you are co-host of the show. But um, tell everybody a little bit about, you know, what's your favorite color? What's your, you know, what's your... Uh, What's your favorite holiday, um, skincare okay. routine, dietary restrictions? Go down the list, Jesus. blood type. Okay. <laughs> okay, hold on. All right, we'll start with the favorite color. My favorite color is um, actually, despite what most people would probably think, is like light purple. Actually, my brand is like light purple, Okay. like a I lavender. Love yep. I love lavender, purple. Um, I do like pink and I like. I feel like I just have to say that like I liked pink before the Barbie movie came out. Right. <laughs> right <laughs> before the barbie craze started you're the pink hipster i am the pink hipster yeah. i'm no i'm so i'm for the i'm here for the pink renaissance we yeah. need more pink same here. i love it um so that's my favorite color. um what's the next question my favorite holiday halloween i knew i knew that i already knew the answer to that one i just wanted for the the public to you know to know oh my god you're not ready <laughs> we're gonna do so much like fun stuff for just oh i know because we're going to dress up yeah. For Halloween. Of course. Maybe even, by the way, now I always say this and then things come in and get in the way, but, you know, there might even be a chance of when I'm down there, if I'm down there in, a, in less than a yes. month, maybe Correct. we should do Halloween then. We should. We should. No, absolutely. Yeah. You've said it now and it's the thing. It's, <laughs> now I have to think about what I'm going to be. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. No, we should be. We should be like a version of Taylor Swift. <laughs> that would be so great, actually. Like one of the eras. <laughs> and I already should- have my eras outfit outfit okay yeah. easy yeah. there you go um i want to also oh my skincare routine oh, <laughs> you don't have to answer that if you don't want to i was just rambling but go ahead <laughs> you... um actually my skincare routine is really really simple yeah face wash it's like a matcha green tea wash and then um an oat moisturizer and then sometimes i'll use tretinoin and that's it the the oat moisturizer is underrated, by the way, and I say that not not jokingly. I have because I'm a little bit older than you are. We'll say a little bit. Um, a year, the, like a year, yeah. <laughs> Couple months. And I, so you know, I, I want to make sure I, I I don't look terribly old as we move on throughout this life. And so I have like I have like a retinol cream. Yes. I have, I have yep. but then I have an oat mask as well as a um cucumber mask all that good stuff oh my god my cat must be nervous Alfie. we met alfie, alfie before the show alfie. started yeah alfinor alfano alfano from i'm saying that see you're you're gonna like outdo me with nerd on the I show am. because yeah because i don't know if i'm in final fantasy oh, you need okay well you need to do, do, okay question do you do uh-huh. like video games that are like Animal Crossing and Stardew yes. Valley. Okay, you do mm-hmm. great. 
Okay, yep. who is your who is your uh, husband on, on or or wife on my... Stardew Valley? <laughs> I actually okay. So here's the thing: I've only played a little bit of Stardew Valley. I haven't okay. fully dove in. I don't you have a husbando you. yet. Uh, yes, I I just <laughs> barely got to that part. You have you met all the like the, all like the villagers? Yes. Who do you think my wife is? <laughs> For those who are Stardew Valley fans, what's the please. one with the blue hair? No, it's not her. But I can't uh, remember her name either. I can't remember her name. Now we're gonna have Stardew Family or Valley fans. They're like fake fans. They're like, fake. It's Penny. I never. Oh, it's Penny. Yeah. I yeah. I, I, I saw Penny as like a uh, Penny's just. She's that's she's it for me. Perfect. There was a good week there where I was like, because I'm so single, I was like, oh my god, Penny is my wife for the rest of my life. This is what I have in Stardew Valley. It's okay. Um, you haven't played so you haven't played Final Fantasy, but specifically Final Fantasy 14. Like the devs have literally talked about how. So when you play it, you get you create your own character and your character is inserted into the story it's not like a like an action rpg where it's like you play like witcher your Geralt, right but right. it's your character so technically they leave a lot of these like relationships with characters like open-ended so you can kind of like in your head romance whoever you want right. and i'm like i have six husbands in final fantasy <laughs> <laughs> we already know from the last time we spoke that fictional characters do play a large part in your life in my life yeah. yeah. I also want to point I've said this before, but to everybody who watches this on we'll have like clips on TikTok. I love your background is unmatched. And mine, I'm trying so hard. I will have a better background at some point. But this is like giving so bachelor pad, it's not even funny. It's like, <laughs> I love like, the hat wall. I have Yeah, like say. all the hats. I've got like the Seattle Kraken flag. I've got the workout machines. I actually had to cover like I had like wires for my chargers on the floor and I have like my my chair covering that so people don't see all the mess I have. You know, this is this is balance. That's what this yeah, is. Exactly. Yeah. Yin, yin, yin <laughs> to yang 100%. <laughs> and the thing is like too, like I I don't know how big your place is uh down in California, but like mine is like it's tiny. Yeah, my apartment's not that big. Yeah, okay, well, there you go. It's like We make it We well, this is this is the best part so that's a mirror, right? That's our yeah. closet. Oh, wow. oh gosh. Okay, got it. So it looks so that. That's why that's part of me, right? That's to see beautiful. the guitar, guitar, and then so. Mm -hmm. I didn't. And the funny part is when you were just doing that, I didn't realize it was a mirror. So I'm like, oh, there's a person over there, and it really, it's just your arm. Yeah. <laughs> how scary! How horrifying! You're like, oh, wait, I can't even. Oh, there it is. There. You're like, yep. We, the, by we're the way, also we're... Gonna... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We're probably going to talk about ghosts a bit. I love that. I actually, what we, I once, I can't, I, now I got to remember what her name is. This is horrible. I apologize to whoever. I've interviewed so many people. I apologize. Mm -hmm. I interviewed somebody a while back and she had uh, dolls that were haunted that she would like oh. give to the places they were supposed to be. Like with family, she'd like have them like, she'd like find families for them. It was so it was the most amazing conversation I've ever had, I think. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, and, well. And I just want to point out, though, I did, for in honor of your first show as a co-host, I did wear my cowboy hat because you're from Texas. You did? I'm not a Cowboys but, fan. No, well, no, not, not the Cowboys. Oh. I mean, like, I'm sorry, everybody, but fuck the Cowboys. The... <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, it's like, we fuck the cowboy <laughs> from, from Sendero 
uh, Provisions, which is a great place. We're not sponsored by them, but if you'd like to sponsor us, Sendera, please we'll do. open we'll open the door. And I love it because, of course, I am not from the South, and I would and I look like an idiot in a cowboy hat. So I got my trucker hat that says cowboy right. hat on it. Yeah, right. Who are you a fan of? You're not a Cowboys fan. Just not a football fan, or? Uh, no. That's fair. Yeah, I'm not you... really. A, I'm not really a sports girly. That, that's okay. That's I. I cover like you that's said, okay. yin to yang. I cover <laughs> the everything from sports to to. I'm like a very much very balanced. It's like nerd mm. sports. Great. Uh, music, movie, go down the list. But okay, great. Yeah. I'm not really a sports girl. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. I, I mean, who, there's like LA barely has, you know, like they don't even have fans of sports when they go down there. They're like, they all are from different places. It's interesting. I will say that growing up in Texas, like I am, this is so weird. I'm more of a fan of like high school and college football. Oh yeah, I totally get that. Cause like plus high school football is king in Texas. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Yeah. And it's such a big part of like, your weekend when you're going when you're in high school like i remember so much of like my experience was friday night or sometimes saturday night and then everyone goes to the whataburger after there you go and then usually people fight at the whataburger after (laughs) clear eyes full hearts can't lose yeah no it's 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 never like oh both teams go and they sing kumbaya at the water right. burger. absolutely not there are hands being thrown but i mean or... if you ever i don't know if you ever watched friday night lights but there was an yeah. episode yeah and there's like the episode where literally they like go into the field and they drive four wheelers over it and just wreck it mm-hmm. so i don't know how close that is to actual texas high school football you know i've never jinx. heard of that happening now i will say man if anyone from my high school ever watches this i'm exposing y'all yeah Let's do, let's I'm see, kidding. Let's I would never. I will never. I will never dox anyone. I'll never say anyone's name. Or anything. <laughs> but so the thing that's funny though is like I, in hindsight, like I was very um, social. I was a social person. I wouldn't yep. say that like I was like uh, anti-social or like, you know, one of the people like who wasn't involved in high school. I like had a lot of friends, but I was never like intimately like connected to the drama. If that yeah. makes sense. Like I didn't really totally know about any of the drama until I was in college. And then like people were talking about things that went down in my high school. And I was like, <laughs> what? Like, I just feel like I like float around. Like I'm a floater. No, I just and kind of exist. Yeah. It's like, I don't really like, like almost like you're very like uh, adaptable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's had, like from. I, for me, I have I was multiple say, friend groups and stuff too. Yeah, and for me, I was gonna say like this is the crazy part that some people don't ever really like. They don't know about me a lot of the time, but I was actually literally I was homeschooled from K to twelve, and so wait, I was homeschooled from what year? Like tenth, ninth grade, like most of high school. Okay, so there you go. And yeah. what's everybody's always like, they have this idea. There's either, you know, it's like you're part of a cult or you're like super, you know, like whatever uh-huh. and, and whatnot. And I'm like, no, my mom literally was just afraid we were going to get shot at school. And which is, you know, oh, I don't no jokes there. <laughs> it's just a sad reality of what we, you know, but, and she was like, nope, you're going to stay it. Wow. <laughs> okay. And man, I mean, like, 
let's unpack that jesus right yeah. i mean i'm not okay do we want to get really real real quick yeah let's get real let's go okay i think it's really insane that one of my deepest fears even to this day i have nightmares about yeah. like school shootings oh yeah no i totally yeah totally agree like i would i would i would have like horrible horrible nightmares to the point where i like so i was when i was in middle school so i was when i was still going to public school and i finished i i went to like my freshman year i think of high school and then i i really only did two years of homeschool i guess because i did sophomore and junior year yeah um anyway um but when I was like in middle school, I would like wake up in the middle of the night and have these like horrible screaming, crying like nightmares because it's, I don't yeah. remember. Cause I, I mean, I, I don't want to say it was like the first one, but I, I remember like Columbine. I don't know what year that was. I think that would have been like, I want to say it was like 96, 95, 96, something like that. 99. 99. Okay. So I was a little early. And yeah. yeah, it's, but it's insane because like when you think about, you know, sort of like, especially when you talk about nightmares, because I think a lot of us kind of feel like, oh, it's not a matter of if we'll be involved in a shooting, it's when sort of thing it feels like, you know? And mm -hmm. so like, I'll have like these, yeah, like just the other night, I even had this dream where I was literally like in a parking lot and a dude opened fire on mm -hmm. parking lot. And you're like, yeah, it's like, a, it's something because we see so much of it that is crazy. Unavoidable. Yeah. And so, but so it's, it's odd because everybody who talks to me, they're like, oh, you must not be, you must be awkwardly, you know, awkward in social situations because you're homeschooling. I'm like, no, wow. like the only probably different <laughs> part for me was that like our mom would take us to a lot of different places. And so a lot of the time the people were older. And mm -hmm. so it's just for a lot, a long time, the people I knew were usually, you know, five to 10, maybe 15 years older than me or more. Yeah. 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 I would say that like, um, one of the benefits of when I did homeschool i mean it was only for two years but i was a very I'm, i i still am very independent like self-driven um and i for years i got like oh you're so mature yeah. and i feel like <laughs> this is really weird i feel like i've lived like a lot longer than i have but maybe that's just because i'm tired <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's a great line <laughs> <laughs> like i feel like i feel like i've lived for like a long time but i happened no it, it's i kind of feel i think sometimes that way and then sometimes the other way where i'm like there's no way i am you know the age that i am <laughs> i also feel that way yeah. like i feel like i'm 11 sometimes I'm no like, exactly like do you ever like go, like even like with my job i'll be like you know thinking like oh man i've got to really sh prove myself and i've got or otherwise you know uh they're gonna really take it out on the newbie i'm like wait a minute you're an adult, buddy. Like you can actually like assert yourself to some degree. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can manager. actually say, yeah. You yeah. can actually say whatever you have. To I can say. say stuff. I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's insane. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, yeah, there will be like people who are like I don't know, like you know, late teens or whatever, and they'll kind of treat me with respect, and I'll be like, why are you treating me with with respect? Why? I'm I'm like you, right? You're the adult in the room. <laughs> oh, a wild dang. concept. I'm the old guy. Um, so how's life been? I actually went to the dentist this morning. Good. I don't know if that's good. I I went to the. You remember when you're a kid though, and like when you go to the dentist, you have like, it's like a reward at the end, right? Except unless you're one of the. I don't know if you had this. Did you have at your dentist where if you had a cavity, which I didn't as a kid, but I saw other kids who did. 
and where if you had a cavity they would have the other kids they get their picture taken for the wall and you would have to sit there in shame as you waited until like the next appointment you got and then you could finally be cavity free on the wall oh no you didn't have that kind of shaming wow well good for texas they're at least they had the you they weren't were, shamed at the dentist. They weren't shaming kids for, for, for you know, eating sugar. No. Well, I was also, I never had cavities. I didn't either until I was older because I had braces and oh, they yeah. created like fractures. Yeah. Ooh, let's talk about your braces journey. How long did My you have braces, braces for? Journey. I think it started. Okay. So I actually, we can talk about this if you want to. Oh, so God. Okay. <laughs> I was, so I was 13 and mm -hmm. I want like, now I'm a very calm and like, almost like, Hey, I don't complain about too much at all when it comes to like dentists and that stuff. But I think I was 13 when I first got them. And I thought it was going to be like a year or two that I was going to have them. Mm -hmm. And at first they wanted to put in this thing. Well, first off, I did go to one guy who told me he wanted to actually do like jaw surgery. Cause that's how bad my underbite was. I looked like a troll. Um, like a hundred percent. I was like, I, for those of you who don't know, not that I, you know, but I used to be like, I used to have shark teeth. I used to have an underbite. I was closer to Shrek than I was anything else. And so I was like, Shrek's I was also relative. like, I used to be, um, you know, I used to be a chubbier kid. I, I lost a lot of weight. Um, and so, hey. uh, anyways, so yeah, the first guy is like telling me I need jaw surgery. I'm like 13. I'm like, no, no. And so mom and dad are like, yeah, we'll take you to a different, we'll get a second opinion. Second opinion is like, yeah, we'll, we'll do the, you know, we'll do braces. But he's like, uh -huh. you want to, we need to put in a palate bar. And I used to like have this fear of stuff in my mouth. Cause I was like, I'm in a gag or something like that. I had a very small mouth. And so a lot of people would disagree with that, but, um, but <laughs> you talk a lot, buddy. Um, right, right. but you know, as for literally, I do have a small mouth, I guess. And so anyways, uh -huh. so I was like, so I said, no, I don't want the palate bar. And they're like, oh, we'll, we'll deal with that. And then the first day I go in there for the braces and they're like, nope, we're going to do the palate bar. And I'm like, no. And so I like, I kind of, I didn't like throw a fit, but I kind of mm -hmm. was like, no, that was where this was. The, that was the deal. No palate bar. And so they, they end up, he like, kind of like, you know, gets a little grouchy, the orthodontist, uh -huh. uh, Dr. Nordquist, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, and he, and so, but he, he begrudgingly didn't do the palate bar. And then I, I thought I was, like I said, I thought I was going to have them. So that was like the start. It was a bad start. Then I didn't want to have to go every month. And I was like, I think I like begged my mom, please. Mm -hmm. I want to just take them off. I was really whiny about it, to be honest with you. I'm embarrassed. And so then it like when a year went by, two years went by, suddenly I'm like getting my dry, my learner's permit and I still yeah. have my braces on. Finally get them off. Mm -hmm. And then the, you know, the transformation from Shrek to something that's not Shrek-ish. If I could, if I could show the pictures of when I got my braces off, yeah. the overs, <laughs> the, like, she did not know how to smile. She was like, look at these. Right. <laughs> like, I, I need like to see all of my teeth. Like, I remember the funniest so part. Hard. The funniest part was like. So that was probably like 16 or so. I lost 130 pounds at like 17 years okay. old, ish going to 18. And so I remember going into like the bakery, the local bakery, which was we lived in like this really small town or near this really like small town kind of vibes, you know, like for the Northwest, it was like the most non-Northwest vibes you could have. Let's mm -hmm. put it that way. Okay. And it was, you know, almost like a little bit South like. And so I remember the, uh, not in a bad way, um, or no, no, I mean, not that I'm saying that bad about the South, but yeah. Uh -huh. And so, um, 
just but this town is like very super super like yeah, yeah in yeah, your yeah. in your I, business kind of stuff uh-huh. and so i remember the i i she the one person who worked there looked over at me and i she was like literally like overly um like over the top about how didn't recognize me and i'm like oh man what you're trying to say is i was super fat and i also looked horrible oh no thank you but they're like but very nice about how they're like hey you you know it's a big transformation yeah it's like a backhanded compliment like you look so great i didn't even recognize you (laughs) you were so bad before buddy thanks so much but yeah so that was and then so that was like after that you know then i had like a good you know a few years of borderline eating disorder and you know we could we can talk about that listen i i understand yeah and then you know finally got finally getting therapy about it now so there's the uh yeah yeah i um so speaking of therapy i'm kidding um (laughs) but no well so you 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 talked about how they were going to give you jaw surgery and then you did i had braces for like four years so yeah close about kind of about what i always had yeah i i got them on in eighth grade and i got them off at the end of my junior year and your teeth are like perfect now you can tell by i mean they're like perfect i love my teeth no grace of god no (laughs) i don't really do anything no oh my gosh really yeah i will i i will say i did like when i once a year i will do like the crest strips white strips okay seven days that's what i'm gonna do that's what i thought in a row yeah and then i don't do anything i mean i use like a whitening toothpaste too okay that's good to know because i because i was gonna do the whitening strips and i was like is it worth the money i'm kidding i'm gonna do it now yeah yeah but yeah so to Let's sponsor both of us, please. Yeah, now that we're like officially co-hosts, we're like yes. we're not even like going to like make any bones about it. Please sponsor us, please. <laughs> welcome so, back to the welcome back to please sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, the new name of the podcast. Please sponsor us. I actually like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so today this so I've never been numb that much in my life. I didn't think there wasn't that much work being done today, but I don't think I've ever been that numb. I was numb from my eye down to my shoulder i swear to god oh no yeah it was really bad i could not talk getting out of um, the, the the receptionist actually took pity on me i was coming out of there and she's like uh do we need to look at the billing stuff and i'm like and she's like uh no. i'll just i'll take care of it you're fine it's I'm free like, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know it's what free. It's, free. it's free i was like <laughs> And I was Don't like, worry about it. I, I never watched the Goonies, but I felt, you know, that picture of that. Oh, dude, that yes, from absolutely. The yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it felt like. Oh, my gosh. That was a movie I used to rewatch over and over again. Everybody. I, I know. It's like, I feel like I'm like a horrible person for not knowing the Goonies. I, I, used, I used to watch it all the time. Yeah. Um. Did you get your wisdom teeth out? I have only one that came in fully. <gasps> and it oh. came in normal. And the rest of them oh. never came in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I had to get my wisdom teeth out. And I think the funniest i'll have to see if i can find that video yeah. it is so funny but the thing that i can't get over is that like i think for most of the right everyone always films like their kid or their friend after they get their wisdom teeth out and i the two things i would not stop talking about i just think it's so funny <laughs> one 
is how devastating it is that people are so stupid. Me, 19 years old. <laughs> That's I'm, very I'm valid, by the way. I just want to point out. I'm crying. Like, why are pants? I and do then, that without being on without being yeah I'm like, on drugs. Why are people so so that's a daily occurrence for me? <laughs> like and then and then the other thing that I could not stop crying about is um how beautiful Kelly Clarkson's voice is. <laughs> that's also valid. I don't know why. We all like that was what I I held on to like so, drugs you know, out of my mind. What's crazy about something. Kelly Clarkson? Is that the song um, "The Trouble with Love" is, okay. is was made for like Love Actually, the movie? That's crazy to me. It's not even a Christmas song, and it was made for a Christmas movie that's kind of not uh-huh. a Christmas movie. And it's uh-huh. like the song that everybody kind of knows, I think, from Kelly Clarkson. Besides, like you know, since you've been gone, you know, Breakaway. Yeah. Break. Do you think Breakaway is bigger than "The Trouble with Love" is? Do you think? I. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe that's you're like... right though, because Breakaway has found new life, also, just like Behind uh-huh. These Hazel Eyes has. <gasps> Great song since Great, you've been gone. <laughs> the, um, that's my I, that's my karaoke song. Was, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, Come what on. was the other one like? Was since you've been gone, Mrs. Independent. That's kind of like oh. yellow. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there you that's go. That's a great song. That is a good song. Yeah, what that's your go-to karaoke. What's like your second karaoke? second karaoke it depends if i have a uh someone who can sing the male part mm-hmm. i think it's always fun to do like um what's that song from greece oh uh um, you're the one that i want no oh. summer loving oh got it yeah that one people love that one it, damn it um yeah no i i did I, musical theater and i don't know the name of it <laughs> i remember i i the first my first karaoke experience was actually my cousin got a karaoke machine and it was mm. Christmas, and I sang all the Christmas songs in the karaoke machine in Scott Stapp from Creed's voice. Fantastic. I was just like, walking in a winter, wonderland. <laughs> there's always that one, there's always, well, there's always that one person who does a Creed song at <laughs> yeah. karaoke. Of course. And everyone loses their mind for it, actually. Oh, of course they do. Yeah, you Nickelback or Creed. Now suddenly we've hit that point where millennials are like, "I'm through with standing in lines." That's that's Nickelback. But should we do karaoke know. when I'm down in California? Oh my god, yeah. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Actually, karaoke that'd be so fun. <laughs> uh, so you know where I think we're gonna talk about um, because we haven't talked about this since uh, last time that we talked. That we talked. Uh, there's a lot okay. of talking. Um, yeah. The so. And I, I, I hesitate bringing this up because <gasps> our, our, our mutual friend Kara and myself, we were yes. both able to go to Eras. Yeah. And I believe unless something changed. No, I was not. You did not go to Eras. No, I, none I of the six concerts in LA. I could not. I, I'll be. Comp- <laughs> yeah, I couldn't go. It was, I mean, okay, here's the thing I could have gotten a ticket probably. Yeah. But it was just too expensive for me. Because you're talking like what was probably the cheapest ticket you could have got like after like resale. Like 250 or something. Oh god, that's worth it. I would have uh, was... you. I would have emailed you, I swear. <laughs> I would have been like, here, please go. Please. <laughs> oh, I well, so here's the thing. Yeah. It's really heartbreaking that I didn't get to go. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, like, right? Cause like I'm sorry. Like two fifty, not bad. That's not, I mean, it's not, I also, well, okay, well, let's talk about, 
I know we're trying to talk about Taylor Swift, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. make it about me again. Oh, uh, go for it. That's 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 yes. <laughs> that's a... No 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 no. But so so something that is happening in my life is I'm okay. having to get surgery. That's right. That's right. That's true. Yeah. And I think if I wouldn't have had that on the horizon, I yeah. wouldn't be so mon- money conscious as I am right now. Well, just request money <laughs> for me next time on Venmo. That Taylor Swift is just be like. I scream at you and all. Like Brandon E. Like just be like. Requested $250 for Eras. <laughs> it's not, no, no, actually, it's just, it just says T Swift. It doesn't say anything <laughs> yeah, else. Like, let's put it this way if I had just a little, if I had more money, I, I'll fly you to Toronto for fuck's sake. <laughs> I always, I, I find every time I go to swear, I forget that it's okay. We usually put explicit, <laughs> so I can swear on this. Um, but yeah, I will like, like, like let's go to Toronto. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should. Maybe That'd we should be fly fun. When is it? Uh, I don't know. I think it's next year. Oh, okay, yeah, next well, summer, I think. Well, there's. Okay, that's doable. Hold Wouldn't on. It Vancouver? It'd be great if they have one in Vancouver. Because I live like, although I'm kind of, you know, we've been discussing that perhaps I will live in, in California one of these days. <laughs> one of one <laughs> of these days. days. <laughs> it's um, a Nickelback song, right? One of these <laughs> days. No, that's a Foo Fighters song. That's right. Yeah, no, no, Sorry, Dave. Be broken. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Dave Grohl. Apologies you're, you're to You're so man. much better than Chad Kroger. Apologies like- to Chad Kroger. I don't mean to also shame you, but he is Canadian. We could go to Tokyo. Oh, you know, I'm down for that. That's, I've I mean, never that's- been to Tokyo. Have you ever been to Tokyo? No, we're, we're trying to go so hard. There you go. Okay, or Australia. I mean, we could make it up. Me, I can't afford a $250 ticket. Let's go to Paris. Let's get tickets to Australia. Let's go see Taylor Swift at the Sydney, wherever the hell in Sydney. Um, I am an Australian rules football fan. I could also catch a game while I'm down there. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking. Well, and then all the there's there's so many Europe dates. Oh yeah, Toronto's next. Literally a year from now, over a year from now. If I make, uh, if somehow we have a windfall here, or I have a windfall by myself. Okay. We're flying to Toronto. Okay. For Era's tour. Yeah, we'll November. Bring Kara along with us. Yes. <laughs> Kara, November 14th. Kara went to two, by the way. I know. I don't know if you saw that. I saw. Yeah, I went to one. <laughs> and after the one. I went one, to none. You went to none. Yeah, let's reiterate that. <laughs> Ashley's gone to zero era. Have pity on me. Have you? Were you at any of the previous Taylor Swift shows? Like in the previous tours? Oh, like in the, in the yeah. previous years i i went to reputation and i went to 1989 okay, okay so i was in 1989 didn't go to reputation love 1989 was, it was great how young was i when i went to 19 i, I don't want to know young. this is gonna make me feel old ash don't do this, <laughs> don't do this. i don't want to know <laughs> i don't actually don't don't even how old do you think i was okay wait we've tried to do this before so uh repute uh, excuse me 1989 reputation which year 1989 world okay, tour so that was 2015 i believe uh-huh okay so you would have been 2015 that was eight years ago so you uh-huh. would have been like 15 yeah 16 16 yeah dang my math is not bad for not actually totally knowing your age yeah <laughs> i have no idea how old you are <laughs> you could be you could be 15 way. for all i know take a guess no um but so I went, so, okay, so Eras for me uh, was on, I believe it was the 24th, I think it was, of July. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. No, wait, 22nd, 22nd. So down in Seattle, 
um, obviously at Lumen at Lumen Field, uh, home of the Seahawks and the Seattle Sounders. Um, and it was, so it was great because they had all this talk, which was like, Hey, if you're going down to Seattle today, you know, make sure that you watch out for traffic. And it was all this stuff like, you know, parking is going to be horrible. Mm -hmm. And so I was preparing left way early. Um, I also want to say, by the way, before I get into the, to this story, um, when you're talking about me and Kara, both going Kara, by the way, also slayed in her outfit. It was great. So good. And I had the cheerleading outfit, the male cheerleader from the shake it off uh wasn't as good as kara's but i still feel like i i did a pretty good job i feel like considering the limited amount of male Mm -hmm. uh costumes you could have for for years very few yeah and so uh, you know so i was there with my cousin danielle uh it was her first taylor swift concert um she was very very excited Uh and so the trip down no traffic that's almost unheard of like i mean seattle traffic is a lot of even I've heard people come over from LA and they're like, it's even worse sometimes in okay. LA traffic. All right. I've never been and to Seattle. I can't say. Yeah. And they do well, mainly <laughs> because we just haven't grown with population growth. Like it's like, we've oh. been, like the, the revive I five has been going on since I was two. And okay. so, um, <laughs> and so, so the traffic's great. That's unheard of. We get down, I park and I'm like, Whoa, we're actually not parked too far away. This is what the heck's going on here. Uh-huh. You know, pay them for the parking. We get to the show. The show is brilliant. First of all, Gracie Abrams. Um, oh yeah, she was excellent. Love her. She was like, she was, she was like waving to everybody in the crowd. I thought it was like the funniest thing in the world. She's like so sweet. Like she's like waving to literally everybody she could when she was going by. It was, Aww. it was so great. And then Haim, of course. Yes, um, oh, they're man. killer. They're so good. Um, a lot of percussion. I love, I love percussion. Mm-hmm. Percussion is mm-hmm. just great. And so they were excellent. They they played, and you knew because it was Himes' like first stop or their first show, I think, ever on the Eras tour. Okay. And so you knew, of course, they were gonna do nobody, no crime. Um, when Taylor got to Evermore, and mm-hmm. um, so of course, you know, I've been there for Seahawks games. I don't know if you know this about. It. I won't get too sporty because I know you're not. We talked about not a sporty girl. You've never. But, you don't know sports at all. <laughs> but the Seahawks, they're with the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. the two loudest stadiums in the uh country they actually oh, really? like, set okay. world records yeah so the seahawks so i've been there for seahawks games they're loud really really loud i can tell you right now and this is not for all the, the like the, the the toxic masculinity out there who was like it's because she had the music going too and she had the you know the speakers this was before the speakers turned on, okay? Oh, my God. She came out. I have never been inside of something so loud in wow. my life. It was, I mean, outrageously loud. Wow. Like, the Swifties show up. Like, and I want to say to the nicest people in the world, not one asshole that I ran into. And the only thing I found sad was I do know she was at her uh, friend, which one, their wedding recently. And a mm-hmm. bunch of people were waiting outside and like, those are not true Swifties. They were being very yeah. belligerent. You don't belong with, you don't run with us. You're not part of the turbo That's team. True. That's um, true. But the rest of them that were at like Lumen, they were at Lumen Field. They were excellent people, amazing people, nice people, sweet people, just angels oh. all around. And I uh, loved it. It was so much fun. And she's, yeah, she's incredible. Every era, fantastic. Love that in reputation. She's, she did uh, Don't Blame Me. It's like one of my favorite. Oh, that's that's an incredible song. Yeah, and she did Betty, uh, of course, which I knew 
because a few people told me i tried to stay away from looking at her set list but like a few people told me yeah this is what she does from folklore and folklore yeah. is probably like my favorite album me too and, yeah i and love that so album. betty is I like that beautiful. song that when you were a teenager you wish well not besides i mean yeah even with the drama let's be honest it's kind of like you wish you had one of those years you know yeah. where it's like you know the drama of like are we are we not and then oh there's another one but i'm thinking of her it's a great it's yep. a great song such it's a, a fantastic song. song yeah i i remember when i first heard betty i think my favorite part of that song is just like the breakdown at the very end oh yeah where it's like sitting in your car again yeah yeah, I'll send your card again, kissing in your car again. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Didn't mean to correct you. I just was real. No, no, no. no, no I do me, that please. a lot as well. Um, but yeah, love that part, and I also love the fact that like, it's 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 just like it. it I love storytelling songs like that. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you think about like the chicks, they did um, "Traveling Soldier," which is an incredible song. Mm -hmm. You know, and and so like love storytelling songs and it's a me great too. song and me too so loved it uh she was fantastic like i could talk about it all day i know that we don't life changing but um <laughs> but then i got so we're walking back uh -huh. we're on a high like oh my god what a show of this course. was. get course. back to the car and it has been broken into no glass shattered everywhere oh. hour and a half drive home with a glass shattered window Tell and my, Swift. my <laughs> Someone my cousin's purse car, was stolen. Concert. What was that? So someone tell Miss Swift. Put this on TikTok. <laughs> Please. Um, Please. Yeah. So yeah, my cousin's purse was stolen. Amazingly, uh, a, a guy uh, saw it uh, on the street. Um, I don't oh wow! When I like know, I don't want to you know, like out the yeah. guy as yeah, what yeah, was yeah, yeah. his situation, but right. um, he found it. Saw a, a, a police officer at, at like Denny's, I think, and I was like, "Hey, I think this is stolen." And so my my cousin got her her purse back with all her stuff besides the money that was in it. Oh I, my They God. stole my stand up paddleboard, which is okay. It was kind of old, and it was like what a, a weird one. thing to steal. Yeah, it was like an inflatable one. What so like that's okay. Steal. I already patched it up once. Um, oh they God. stole my soccer scarves, which if you're a soccer fan, you know scarves are a very big thing. Like, hope you enjoy my thing. scarves. But yeah, so it was a kind of a shitty end of the night. But yeah, once I got over it, fixed my window, which is like a few days later, then mm -hmm. I was able to be like, oh, but that uh, that concert was epic. Yeah. 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 Well, Toronto. Toronto. Next year. <laughs> yeah. Let's take an Uber so that we don't have to worry it's about crazy. a target. See, I'm like, I, I think she's going to be the next artist who has like a Las Vegas residency or something. I mean, the crazy part about Taylor Swift, and I know that there are so many pearl clutchers who are going to, you know, get so pissed at this, but like, yes, she is like, she, there's, there's nobody. I am a, a, not just a lover of music. I feel like I'm even borderline, a, you know, like a historian when it comes to music. Uh -huh. And I don't think when you look back, if you go back to the Beatles, to Michael Jackson, to, you know, no offense to any of these, to these huge acts, but yeah. I don't think you can find even when you look at the stones they love to share that picture from rfk uh -huh. stadium where there's like you know these all these ninety two thousand people yeah like she had the population of canada i think is like something like 38 million she had yeah. 31 million people res you know on the waiting list for her yeah. canadian tour dates now i realize some yeah. of those are probably from new york and from yeah right, right right but that's still an incredible number i don't think anybody comes close to her 
no you know when it comes well, to what and she's done i think one thing that's really cool about this tour and i and i it inspires me a lot as an artist is the fact that if you look at all of her eras mm-hmm. they're all different yeah she doesn't i mean she has this is what i think is really special about her and i think it's like something that people need to at least artists now i could eat my own words here but i think a lot of time now we get so focused on you got to have a sound you got to have and once you find your sound you just got to lock it in and that is you and can't deviate from that i think your sound is your vocal tonality and quality that's going to connect you across whatever you do yeah but i think what's amazing like you listen to 1989 that's such a very like it's a pop album right it is you listen to reputation it's a it's a dark pop album yep. you know it's a lot heavier but it's still pop but then you listen to red and that's more like i would say like alt pop rock kind of you know yeah. like a little bit of country in, still like little country still hanging on a little bit yeah yeah um then you have like fearless and the original to that that's country yeah you know and it's the... now it's Sorry, like country rock say... yeah probably the closest to like pop wise would be like in like sound is 1989 lover i would say oh yeah 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 but like no you're totally right and if you then take like even folklore and evermore evermore are those are alternative albums yeah. like 100 yeah. like those sound like something that like the civil wars do or like mm-hmm. like it sounds and i think that it's so important because like i was showing someone my music and i had like a song like back to july is a lot more like like pop punk <laughs> sounding yeah. yeah and then you know rumors is like disco pop yeah. you know and i think you know going into this next my own next era like i am going to try to make my album like a more cohesive sound but right. you don't need to like decide on like well this is my sound and this is what i'm going to yeah. do till the day i die because honestly that is how your career is going to die 100% and, and the thing that just always just make has, something yeah the thing that <laughs> like, people always have to remember and i think we've kind of you know talked about this before but it's like at the end of the day you know and people will say oh but who's paying the bills well first of all for most of indie songwriters song singers mm-hmm. nobody's paying the bills <laughs> because Nobody. we're just trying to get by but i think the thing to remember is too is that, you know make make music for yourself i mean it yeah. seems so simple but that's what it really comes down to first and that's when you when i listen to folklore i listen to evermore uh, look at the other albums are are smash hits like they're huge and they're great but i don't think taylor made an album for herself quite like evermore evermore folklore like I those agree. were truly like hey i make i mean it was the first time you heard her swear in a song it was the first time you heard you know and, and songs also by the way everybody you know i think follows this sort of um idea that you know things have to rhyme things have it has to be a very set you know uh verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus and sometimes it's not that. Sometimes it's yeah. it's a little bit switched up. Sometimes it's not always like that. Maybe it doesn't even have a bridge. And yeah. you know, I, I think that for her, when you listen to those songs, yeah, like the, the the like radio friendly part of my brain is like, wow, these are when you look at listen to the writing, these are not radio friendly songs necessarily. Yeah. And yet, that's what makes that album so great is because yeah. these were songs that she wrote because she felt it. You know, mm-hmm. and and she says they're the most fictional songs, 
but I, I don't believe yeah. that for one second. <laughs> uh, you're like, no, these are the most real. Yeah. I think, um, what's your favorite song off that album? Folklore. Mm-hmm. Changes by the day. But <laughs> every day I wake up, it's a new yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much changes. But I will say, I mean, obviously, like the first one that caught my ear was Betty. But then mm-hmm. the one that really I started to love because there's a line in it that just fucking kills me, but hoax. Um, good, is great. like because I love the uh uh of course, now I got to think of the lyric, not get it wrong, but it's part where she talks about my uh, broken drum, it's beating for you or whatever at the end. I like that uh-huh. line is just kills me because it's yeah. such a perfect line in regards to that song. Um, My favorite, I'm going to get the, pull the lyrics up. My favorite. I know I should have done that. That's what I should. <laughs> so I got it right. My favorite is Illicit Affairs. Illicit Affairs. Is great. I was actually literally just listening to that in the car today. And the reason is it's this the last part is the lyric where it says you showed me colors you know i can't see with yeah, anyone else yeah. and then the the next stanza is you taught me a secret language i can't speak, speak with any- anyone else so you get like the i can't see this with anyone else and i can't speak it but i just mm. This is why, like, I feel like, I know this is a Lemonade Magazine podcast, but I feel like we could just talk Taylor for, like, and everybody's Forever. probably, people, people who are listening are going to be like, ugh, can they talk about <laughs> something else? I have to be careful, too, with this this mic, which I love, and that, as we talked about in the last show, you uh-huh. inspired me to buy. I have to remember, like, to use my talking voice, not my loud, yes. you know, European background voice. Um, <laughs> you got to use your radio voice. got to use, yeah, I got to do the ASMR. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh yeah, no, that illicit affairs. There's like like the lyrics now in two and she's like, Tell your friends okay. you're running home. Yeah, you know, you're you're on a run or whatever. Yeah. Like it's just like I love when when you can like when you get into it because like yeah. it's when you're thinking outside of some sort of like this is what sounds good. It's like this is what there's actually some substance behind the thought that went into this to the song. I just mm-hmm. I love it. Love that mm-hmm. song. Yeah. Anyway. What's your favorite <laughs> evermore uh, song? Champagne problems. Okay, that's a great one. I like Marjorie. Is like probably it's a great one. Yeah, Marjorie. She played Marjorie at at the uh, eras or at the, that's the a, show I was at. Yeah, that's a fantastic song. Yeah, but and I love Champagne two, Problems. I cried when I first heard that one. Yeah, no, I, I totally get the Champagne Problems are great. So it's like, I mean, Willow's good. Evermore is kind of like the forgotten one because everybody loved folklore so much. Understandable. Like my friendship bracelet that I wore there, folklore. Oh. Gold Rush, actually. Oh, Gold Rush is great too. That's nice. such a such. You a watch Key and Peele? No. Okay, I was gonna say that reminds me of that skit where they're like talking about all the movies they love. And they're like, oh no, but Nelly Gibson <laughs> though. Um, anybody who watches Key and Peele, you know what I'm talking about. But um, <laughs> but um, no, but like it's the you know Evermore was kind of like forgotten about. I think you know because not forgotten about, but wasn't talked about as much as folklore. And yeah. it's really just a great, great album because I mean, love the song with uh, with Haim on there, the Nobody No Crime. Oh, that's a phenomenal song too. She has a song with the National, uh, Coney Island, um, mm-hmm. and then which is I think she has too. She has Evermore's with Bon Iver on that, which is interesting because Bon I- or Boney Bear. Boney Bear. Yeah, sorry. My my grandmother is French, except uh-huh. that it's not. And so it's supposed to mean good winter, and. Mm-hmm. But yet, Iver in French is actually H I V E R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I always see it as Bon Iver. Anyway. Yeah. For another. Semantics. Day. Yeah. So, Bon Iver, 
I believe the crazy part about it is because you know people don't maybe don't know the story about Bonnie Bear, but he he had uh, uh, mono, which is why he started to sing in the voice that he sings in. Oh. And so, but you hear him in Exile, where it's yeah. kind of his less Bonnie Bear voice. It's his yeah. more normal voice. Yeah. And then you hear him in Evermore, and he's got the more Bonnie Bear voice. Yeah. Yeah. I I love I love Exile too. Yeah, it's great. That's I I love playing exile i i actually have like a tiktok up with uh-huh. me <laughs> me covering exile <laughs> we love exile i do i love that song also my tears ricochet sorry it's the whole album yes ricochet is great it's that's yeah that was she she played that one um it's a great why are you at the wake cursing my name Wishing so I good say. so, so we're not even talking about midnights which you know is Fantastic. I so I have to, I have a thing about midnight. So midnight, mm-hmm. I actually like. I didn't listen to it for a really long time after it came out. Okay, I'm and how you had that sort of willpower, but well, I just loved I loved folklore and Evermore so much. I get that. I do get that. Like and so and I was like happy for her that she was making music again not that she wasn't making music excuse me like she was yeah. you know re-releasing all her album anyway but like i when i found folk like folklore do you know phoebe bridger you probably know phoebe oh Bridgers. yeah i saw phoebe i don't want to be the hipster here but i saw phoebe bridgers before she was huge i i was a fan yeah. of hers before she was like pretty big too i was at um, bumber shoot walked by heard her and i was like who's this and i looked at the schedule and i was like mm-hmm. Phoebe Bridgers and I we me and my cousin Tom we stopped and listened we were like oh my god she is oh my god incredible big yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I think her lyrics are just like amazing anyway so Punisher came out 2020 that summer and then that's also when Folklore came out and those two albums like in their I mean they didn't release together right but like for me those were like the two albums on repeat they very much made me decide like I am gonna make music yeah I yeah I mean that's 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 powerful yeah and so like I loved folklore so much I just I don't know I was like really scared to listen to something and I because because it really did like sound so stupid but like it really did like change my life and so I was like okay by the way I'm gonna just wait, <laughs> and then I finally got into it, and then I was like freaking into it. Yeah, and I was like, nobody talked to me. This is my only personality trait. Like Snow on the Beach, actually, mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite ones on that album. Snow on the on Beach Midnight. is great. I again, like, I think like I, I love Sweet Nothing. So I just maybe I'm too maybe I'm a little mm-hmm. bit simple, but I love just the simplicity of that song. It I love it, um, but. I, and I will say that I totally get where you're coming from because I love Midnight's and I listen to Midnight's over and over. But there is like a home that you find in folklore yep. and you almost don't. Sometimes I'll just look at like, which one am I going to listen to today? You know, right? Because I like try to like switch off which artist I'm listening to because otherwise I'll fall into that trap of over and over again, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I'll get obsessed with one song and I will hyper fixate. Yeah. No, like no no questions about it the screen is brightened up for ash which i know she's looking up something oh yes she <laughs> well i was just looking at all those i mean like the other one that you're on your own kids great and then, oh yeah uh, see that i'm glad you looked it up because like i here i'm i need to get by the way i want to show over if everybody can see i have my my microphone in my hand because uh-huh. 
I, I need to get like a you, you need know, to get a stand. You can get yeah, one of these. Stand like you've got. these yeah, because like my my computer stand is on a slant. I don't know why. And so it just falls off. So I want to get like, you know, like a yeah. I feel like yeah, and then there's also um bigger than the whole sky. Yeah, oh, bigger than the whole sky is is is, is off of the extended version, I believe, mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. And 3 a.m. I want to say. And uh but yeah, Kara actually, Kara Connolly, our friend Kara, mm -hmm. she got me Taylor Swift stickers for Christmas. Okay. And I have on my on my my uh, Yamaha traveling guitar. I have facing like uh, up. I mean, on like the you know the side of it. I have your uh -huh. on your own kid. You always have been. On Aww. The, yeah. Well, because that that song has the greatest lyrics. When oh, you yeah. really listen, when she's like, I starve my body for you know, I mean, like yeah, that whole like it's... when she goes through those verses, it's like oh my god. Love you, anyway, love you. Yeah. Uh, before we move on to the next subject, uh, yes. we do, but she is releasing to 1989. Yes. Taylor's version, which, how excited is that? I'm ex I'm very excited. Yeah. I, I want to know what this like the 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 new songs are gonna sound like because there's always new yeah. ones. Oh, the, so yeah. Like, well, I'm sure you released uh, new. What's it called? Oh, I oh, don't here know. Here I talk about how much of a Taylor Swift fan I am, and I'm like, "What did she release?" I don't know. <laughs> That's also like I think. Is I want to say like new. Re it's not new revolution, is it? New romantics. New romantics. That's right. That's already been out though. That's already existed. Yeah. Before. Oh, was it really? Yes. Oh, okay. That was my favorite song off of like I think it was like the 1989 deluxe edition. Deluxe. Okay, that uh -huh. makes sense. I feel embarrassed for not knowing that when it was on a deluxe. I had. I've always listened to just the regular version, and so when because she played, I want to say was it the first? Yeah, it was the first LA show. Uh -huh. I believe New Romantics was her one of her special songs or her yep. secret songs. Yeah, that's a, a I mean, I love that song. Yeah. Um. There's yeah, 1989. Exciting. I'm excited, and I love the fact too. They've been. I think I tagged you on Threads, but I don't know who who actually is really using Threads regularly. Even though I like it. <laughs> I, I haven't like been it. on socials for like the past week. I've been needing yeah. a brain break from them. That's totally, totally fair. valid. Um, yeah. yeah, but so but there's that picture where you know in the in the first 1989 cover, she's got the seagulls on her shirt. Yes, and then now the seagulls are in the sky. In the sky, yeah. we love it. So chills. Good. I actually just got chills. She's so smart. Like she's like literally like you know the um uh, mastermind, and you think yeah. it's about a good relationship. I think Mastermind is about how she has done just her career. Oh, yeah. I 100%. Because she is. She's an absolute genius. Yeah. And she also gave back to her workers, which we stand. Yeah. Yeah. We, we want that yeah. more. Yeah. Should we talk about it? Should we save it for another day? Should we talk about the time that Lemonade Magazine got sued? <gasps> what is that? Yeah. I don't know what that so means. I, I, well, I would play this Always Sunny opening music. You know, the gang gets sued. But... Then we might get sued again. So um, I thought there was actually a a rule that if you play less than eight seconds that you wouldn't get – it's not – you know, you won't get in trouble. But that's not true. But that has nothing to do with this. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, – and you know us. Well, I don't know if you know us. You're just – you're new to this a little bit. But um, but the history of Lemonade has always been about supporting all indie artists of all kinds. Right, right. And the reason why I bring this story up is because it's kind of interesting because – 
the truth is that like there are a lot of indie blogs who might want to know about this because it's there are vultures out there waiting to snatch you up and eat you alive and so we've written a few opinion pieces okay mainly like and the reason i say art is because photographers are included in that and so sure. we've written a few opinion pieces though in regards to some of them are just like actually even just like sympathy things like for like there was a shooting there was a concert the shooting in france remember um oh, yeah. i forget who was at that who was at that concert regardless i think it was queens of the stone age maybe or was it yeah i don't know eagles remember. of death metal i think it was eagles of death metal okay and which was yeah spin-off of queens of the stone age um and so we but so we had used pictures we thought were like free use pictures because a lot of the stuff you would see in the news are free use and we had written these, you know, just basically just to kind of stay relevant, not stay relevant, but also just because we cared too. Like literally, like I said, my family, a lot of my family still lives in France. Yeah. And, um, and so, so one day I get this message from, I won't say the name of the company cause they'll probably sue right. me for slander. Um, but, <laughs> but these vultures, um, and I can just tell everybody like usually it's from like Ontario. And I think the other one's like California, I would say it's California, I believe. Yeah. Okay. And there's usually what you'll get where you'll get the messages from. And they were, they said the pictures that we use were not allowed to be used. Um, and I said, oh, no problem. We'll take them down. That's no big deal. They're like, oh, no, you've already, there's already been damages incurred. And what? So, so they were asking initially upwards of $8,000 to, wow. Yeah, to they were saying they were basically I use the term sue lightly because they didn't actually use that terminology. Mm -hmm. But yeah, basically that if we didn't if we didn't uh, pay the damages, they would take us to court. And so um, and so I was like, wow. well, so I actually like went I'm not even gonna lie. Like I went and like took every like trace. I even went to like the hit the um, history, uh, like the Internet history website yeah. you can go to that, like yeah. it has all the stuff had it removed and I was like okay well I'm just gonna see if they just never contact us again yeah I'm not saying anybody should do that I'm not saying that that may yeah. not have been the best thing to do and so sure enough I didn't hear from them for like years and I was like oh maybe I got away with this and you know I may try to delete everything take the post down whatever um and probably would have said it would have been like 2021 mm -hmm. I get the email from that place and oh, they are saying they've picked out like a few of the photos now they're asking like four grand or something and i'm like i can't afford this i don't know what you're yeah. talking about like i don't know what you want us to do we don't make money off the site we made the mistake of having the thing on our website that said if you'd like to advertise with us so they're like well but you do use it for advertising and i'm like but right. we've never actually like look we could have monetized the site but like me and my the co-owner aaron like yeah we have day jobs we were just doing it for right. fun mostly like now we'd like to make some money but yeah um, no, but uh yeah, yeah, yeah. not that we still don't have day jobs we do but um but we'd rather not have those now <laughs> but, right we'd rather not have the day jobs <laughs> i understand but um anyways and so uh so yeah so i was like so i actually got a lawyer who said he specialized in mm -hmm. this type of thing but he was like he was like helpful i don't want to like talk bad about him but he charged like eight hundred dollars yeah. And he got it down to a point where it was cheaper than what their original demand was, but it yeah. wasn't really too much of a difference. And so I was like, okay, well, thanks. But really I just paid to not pay them as much, but pay you. Yeah. Um, which I think is yeah. part of the scam. 
but uh, so maybe he even works for them. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and so then a few months later, I get another email for a different set of like two photos or something. And again, they want X amount of dollars. Oh my and God. I said, all right, I'm going to fight this one myself. So I <laughs> sent them message. I'm like, Damn. I have no money, which was, you know, yeah, kind of true. And right. I was like, they're like, well, send us a bank statement. And so I sent them my savings account which could have just Bruh. easily been for the, which I had like $2.50 in at the time. And they're like, so I'm like, this should, you know, that, that $2.50 isn't a lot. And they what were they like, give us that? yeah, they were like, okay, <laughs> that would have been great. No, they were like, well, okay. So we've talked to the original issuer or, you know, it was like Reuters. I think it was Reuters who was like uh -huh. using them as their like, you know, little vultures. And they were like, uh, Reuters, however you say it. Yeah, and they were like, they will take it down from seven thousand to twenty four hundred, I think it was. And I'm like, but I only have two dollars and fifty cents, and they're like, well, uh, that still should be like, you should be able to find the ability then to pay for the twenty four hundred. I'm like, you should be able to pull up your yourself by your bootstraps. And yeah, go make some two thousand like, dollars. Do you want me to go take that two fifty and like what? Like buy a, you know a bean with it and then like plant it and jack in a giant beanstalk this shit a cash yeah. tree i don't understand yeah. and so i so finally i'm like well can i so i decided to like lengthen it out as far as i could because i was like well can i can i do it in parts and they're like two payment plan <laughs> yeah and they're like yeah we can do a payment plan but you have to pay more and i'm like oh i'm like eh, i don't want to pay more I said, I don't want to pay more. That's that's dumb. I said, why did I pay more just in splitting up in parts? I said, I showed you I had $2.50. And they're like, okay, fine. You can pay. We can do a payment plan like for this amount of time. And I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to get more than the two fifty. And so they're like, well, uh, if you are you agreeing to this? Because if you're not agreeing to this, we'll have to take you to court. And I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. Like, I'm like, I don't think you would actually take me to court, but I'm not. But like, I'm not willing to play chicken right now with you. Yeah. And so they, uh, so I, so I agreed to the payment plan and then the day after they, they like confirmed all of it. I paid it in full. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. But they, um, not to say I had that money. I want to point that out. It wasn't like I was being a total dick. Yeah. Um, it was just that I was able to, you know, yeah, move, I was... move, move some things around. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but the so thing, I the don't reason... understand. Yeah, go ahead. Why? So here's what here's what happens. What they do is, so I heard rumor that like even like Tumblr when it was a big thing, yeah, they used to do this to use a scare tactic, even like teenagers who were using photos that they reblogged on Tumblr, right? And they would use the same scare tactic, and their parents would become so scared they were going to be taken to court that the parents would just pay for it. And so it's legit. They're not scammers. Like it, they're legit a company that these that basically they go and they take their services to Reuters and they take it to AP and they take it to all these places and they say, Hey, uh -huh. we're going to make sure your photographers don't get their, their pictures used without um, proper compensation. And so these companies don't realize they're actually just chasing down the little guy, not the actual people who are like using these, you know, who are, who are big companies using these photos. Yeah. And so they take advantage of the small bloggers, whether it's like you have like a, you know, a, a WordPress site or a Tumblr or something like that. And they scare people into paying it. 
And you know, I, I actually wrote a letter to Reuters and I was like, or I think it was AP, I think that was AP. And I was like, hey, like, I don't think you guys understand, like, we don't make money off of this site. And I apologize, like, you know, I'd love to pay, you know, per, if it's like $25 a photo for like, you know, the use we had or whatever, yeah. I'd love to at least pay because I do feel the photographers should get their compensation. I thought it was free use, but I understand that I made a mistake. And they're like, oh, yeah. you have to, this is who we've, you know, hired. They came to us. So basically, um, they'll oh. usually take it down if you can't pay. They'll take it down. That's what they actually told me. And I was like, okay, great. Then that's what I'll do. And then they're like, still like $2,400. I'm like, well, that's not taking it down very far. Like that yeah. can literally be like, oh, I can't make rent next month. <laughs> no, I mean, that's literally yeah. more than most people pay for rent. Oh yeah. I mean, it's more than I pay for rent. And so, and I pay a lot for rent compared to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. And so but anyways, yeah. So uh, a word of, of caution to people who have blogs, um, even if you think you're doing it right and you're doing the right thing. Which is so funny. And, and also like, so like my, this is so funny. Cause like my Spotify canvas on Spotify for back to July is literally a back to the future clip. Yeah deadass maybe take that out of the podcast i don't know but <laughs> i mean it's like six seconds and you can't even t i mean i don't know anyway I'm, I'm like you know if steven spielberg really wants to come for my ass then he can but i have not like nothing to give him so i've worked for companies i won't out them but i'll i've okay. worked for companies who have literally used names like i worked for a, a company that was with sports okay i, I guess uh -huh. people would be like i'm gonna look at his linkedin which is how you found love once i remember that um <laughs> no it wasn't it was how i stalked someone once <laughs> also here's my other cat oh what's the name of this cat this one's dagger 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 like stab stab dagger dagger i, I say dagger wrong don't i like people dagger. say like bag and bag and like dagger. bagel bagel um but yeah, but so I worked for this company who used to like, they had like a sister company that was where they'd use like team names and stuff. And we used to get like cease and desist, but like once you cease and desist, yeah. they leave you alone. They don't sue you. Yeah. And so like, even like using, we I, I've always been very careful on the podcast to like let artists know. I'm like, Hey, you know, if you want your music played, yeah. um, you know, yeah. we'll play it no problem, but we can't like pay to play the no, music you no. know like because that would be just a lot of work too, to like figure no. out how many times it gets played no. and so it's like you know that's why we always link it back to spotify and stuff like that so that people can be like i'm like hey do not listen to the song over and over again on my podcast go listen go to the song on spotify yeah. yeah and so, so we've always been very good about that like we care at the end of the day we want indie artists to be doing getting paid and all that stuff like yeah use napster and apple music they pay more than spotify but um but you know uh which is kind of funny when you think about it. the napster now is like one of the best for compensating artists since they were like the piracy. they used to be i know yeah. it's so funny oh they how became, the turned tables how the turn tables exactly um but yeah so that's the story basically is how that's crazy how we yeah and so word of word of caution to those of you who have blogs don't use and like i remember like i think one of my really just little like mind you nor do i want to talk about or like you know or, or write about politics ever again but right. i think like i had like written about like it was crazy in 2016 and i've written this whole thing about like i used a few photos 
and it was like i think one of the ones of like trump with the eagle attacking him and that wasn't even a photo that was like a video clip and they uh-huh. still got me on that one that's it insane was, it was a screenshot so maybe it was trump maybe he was like nope you can't use that shit he said <laughs> yeah, what's that on your site <laughs> He's like, I saw that loser magazine last <laughs> lemonade. Loser lemonade. <laughs> they, they're a bunch of losers. Make sure you sue them. Uh, make, sure. Yeah. make sure. Make sure you make sue sure them. Make sure you sue them. Uh, so I want to point out, by the way, I did send like, so people know I sent like a, um, uh, like kind of like a very loose schedule of what we're going to talk about today. Yes. And... I want to also use this moment now that we've talked about getting sued. Not you. You weren't a part of that at that point. Now, if we get sued, you're part of this. No, um, you don't have I, to pay. You, you will, you'll get no money from me. Yeah, I will also yeah, send them a pay. bank statement of $2.50. <laughs> no, you won't have to pay. You're just included. We're going to be like, <laughs> just we can send them, We can send them two bank statements that have absolutely <laughs> shit on yeah, them. Like, like, <laughs> check out Ashley's. <laughs> check out her checking account. A dollar seventy five. Get the money out of her, guys. No, no, yeah, you won't. You won't have to ever worry about that. Uh, you'll just be included. I'll be like, uh, we'll, like put a picture on Instagram. I'll what a like, great welcome this is. It's like, hey, yeah, yeah we'll, no, you'll just be involved in the Instagram picture. Was like these people got sued. Um, no, we will <laughs> the <laughs> the thumbnail. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we got sued. <laughs> we'll do a YouTube. Uh, yeah. Um, no, we're gonna aim not to get sued. Um. <laughs> never again uh, so i want to yeah use this moment though what have we been watching first of all power to the people sag after uh uh writers guild of america stay Mm -hmm. strong we know that it's different right now for what we're watching Uh, because there's not a lot of stuff being written as there shouldn't be because uh studios are trying to uh they're trying to run us creative types out with robots and algorithms and i say yeah with all due respect fuck you um and seriously (laughs) yeah no i i have a friend of mine who um a a few friends of mine who are like you know this is getting scary yep it is no it really is like you know and i we karen and i already talked about it a ton so i'm not gonna like bore everybody with going over it a lot but we talked about it for like an hour but um also i want to point out not to get too add here but um I did pay Zoom finally, as you can tell. So we're not getting. Told I can we, tell. Yeah, yeah. I so can. Not, t- I actually, yeah. That's we're good. not getting told to like get off. Um, <laughs> Full time. <laughs> talk for like hours. Um, but yeah, so me and Kara talked about it for like an hour, and but um, but no, it is. It's getting scary because like even, obviously, you know, not on your level. I also want to say that my mom says you're going to be a superstar. She was listening to your music. Yeah um and uh but so but, you know but obviously as a songwriter myself you know but mainly even my job which is in marketing uh specifically like mm-hmm. uh digital media marketing so mm-hmm. is that you know yeah it's there's a fear that goes along we don't get we don't have a union as you know digital or social media marketers or, or, like that. or musicians yeah exactly or musicians good point and we don't have a union and you're sitting here seeing you know like I saw an ad the other day from like Jasper AI Mm -hmm. and it was by the way, horribly written copy. I just want to point that out. And the creative was shit. Sorry, Jasper, but it is. Um, And they were talking about how marketing teams will be down to like one because Jasper does it for you. And I was like, 
first of all, that hurts. I realize that's why I'm reacting in a very, you know, of course, angry way. But um, it also they did suck, and um, but it's hard to see that because you go, you know, look, I've because I've had to, I've messed around with ChatGPT, I've messed around yeah. with these things. They're not as good as execs think they are. Yeah, you know, but they see money savings. And that's all I care about. They're not great. The The prompts come up with temp templates at the end of the day. No, I'm going to be honest too. Like with the, now, the thing about AI, I, I've, I've actually had a very lengthy conversations with um, a friend of mine that I met through Instagram, weirdly. And, yeah. um, and he is like, very knowledgeable about computer science and mm -hmm. everything and and the things that are available to the public are not as good as like um you can train an ai to be a right. lot better at something than like what is like chat gpt like right. what is generally it's gonna be very generalized um like you could we even talked about doing something where like we trained it on my songs and like got it to write like me Right, and I was like, yeah. "That's so scary and terrifying." But, and maybe this is like <laughs> feeding into my my brand, Miss Machina. I'm like, I'm here for it. Okay, no, like to an extent, y'all, to an extent. Like, I think it'd be so cool to like be able to have something. Just okay, write me ten songs the way I would write them, not like a weird, because the chat GPT like bad. The songs are bad. Yeah, <laughs> like they're not good, but. I think it'd be so dope to be able to say like, hey, my little AI songwriter, write me 10 songs and I'm going to review them and then be like, oh, I love this idea. I'm not going to take literally what the AI did and then make right. that the song I released. Then I'm going to take my own human touch and element and then like go in and do my thing. And I think that's how it can be super cool, you right. know, where like marketing teams can use it to maybe you skip the heinous like creative like brainstorming phase yeah you know you get it yeah. to do like a couple briefs and you're like oh wait this one's really great okay now let's actually put like our energy we didn't have to waste it doing whatever you know but that's the I tough think... part is right it's like you look at yeah. it and you go okay so there's it could be used as a tool and instead yeah. the immediate thought is because you look at how much Netflix how can we make it replace yeah. people like Netflix and Disney have already put in how much money to AI development. And they're like, you know, Oh, they're not looking at this as let's use this as a tool. They're looking at this as how do we replace people? Yeah. And yep. that's where, and that's because corporations are evil. Exactly. You said it. I'm, I'm... Okay. So what are you watching? Yeah. Well, we should talk. Should we talk about Barbie? Cause you've seen Barbie, right? Cause you were able yes. to get tickets to that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was only like 20 That's bucks. That's one that you, me, and Kara have all seen. <laughs> okay, we didn't see well, let's Eras, talk about it. Not all of us. Not all of us have seen Eros. <laughs> the critically acclaimed film, Eros. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I love Barbie. And, I, I, and I'm not kidding you. Like, I went all out, too. Like, I was like, if I'm going to Barbie, like, I want to also say this. I'm going to Barbie. I want to say this about movies in general, okay? Uh -huh. We should have more movies where people dress up. For movies like i seriously. oh i agree yeah i like, think it was so cool it's like a social thing that exactly. happened all of a sudden it was awesome i think we should have theaters that are dedicated to like where you cosplay for every movie that comes out oh i would be i'm so there into that yeah that'd be amazing do you cosplay um not professionally but i get no but i mean it. like you've been to like have you been to like a <laughs> like a comic-con and like 
<laughs> yes. What, what have yes. you cosplayed as? Um, I've done. What have I done? I've done. Um, I mean, I did a lot of like. I guess this isn't really cosplay, but I did like a lot of Disney princesses. That's cosplay. Done a lot of those, yeah. but I've done like um like scary versions. Oh. Like I've done like um, like Snow White, but she's like a vampire. Like that. Mm-hmm. Very I've nice. done like what else have I done? I did Ray back in okay. the day from Star Wars. Like love, when that love Ray. When you that... watch Ahsoka? I haven't. No, 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 no. That came out yesterday though. I've yeah. I haven't watched it. Um, so good. What else have I done? I uh, I did. So I did. Uh, uh, Green Arrow. Oh, great. And, yep, and I did... This one's kind of obscure, but it's an artist that we have covered in Lemonade, and she wrote a comic book. Her name is Lights, and she wrote okay. Skin and Earth, and there's a character called Priest. Okay, sick. I did his... Yeah, I cosplayed as Priest. That's awesome. Okay. Yep. I can cool. get a little nerdy. I, oh. Actually, the funny part is that my brother and sister-in-law got me into going to Comic-Cons. Uh-huh. And uh, they don't really cosplay. And when they took me there, I think they thought I was going to be like a little weedy, you know, shy Brandon, you know, kind of like walking around like, I don't like crowds. That's not how I sound, but obviously. But um, and I and I remember I was like, no, there's something awesome about cosplay. Because when you're kind of a little bit of an introvert, something about you yes. gets extremely extroverted when you dress up as something not yourself. Not you. It's the best. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I um. Speaking of what we're watching, yeah, <laughs> getting us back, yeah, pulling us back in. Love it. Um, bring you back. You're, do you, you watch anime? In. A little bit. Do you watch anime? Uh no, I can't say I do watch a lot. I should watch more. Like, what are we talking? Because like, there's some that's, that people consider anime. That's what we're gonna. That's what we're going. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring some anime into. Okay. Life. I'm watching right now. <laughs> okay, so. I'm watching an anime called Vinland Saga, okay. which is all about like the Vikings. Interesting. It's really good. It's okay. kind of this is what I will say. It does not hold back with the realism of like the Vikings. Like so there's a lot of violence. There's a lot of violence, nice. and also like just not nice to women, and oh, like not nice. No, I mean, I think the characters are amazing, but it's like very realistic. Yeah. It is a historical fiction, you know. Yeah. Um but it's really good. I really like it. I really I like see it. the the worst part is like if somebody like asked me like what anime do you I'm like Pokemon. Yeah, what anime? Pokemon. Pokemon? <laughs> That's technically not an anime. I know oh, it's not. okay. No, I know. It's like I mean, it's like look, there's like a few out there that I've like like I I want to say Oh, man, what's the name of it? Um Is it called your name? Is that right? Oh, is that? I haven't seen that one. I think that is the one where they switch bodies. I haven't seen. I don't know. Okay, and then you got like. She's not a real anime fan. What was it? What was it? <laughs> fake fan. Um, I I've seen like that one. That's okay. because it was like big amongst people who I like, because I have a lot of anime All right. fan friends. Okay, have you yeah. seen? I mean. This isn't an anime either. Mm-hmm. It's like more of a Western cartoon, but Avatar: The Last Airbender. So I knew you were gonna. That's why I knew you were gonna bring up because that's like the entry level to anime. That is that is the gateway drug to anime. Yeah, exactly. And like I've seen episodes mainly because my brother was watching it for a while, and mm-hmm. I can't say that I've that I've continued it's, to watch it. I can't but, say that I continued. Yeah, I'm like 
I'm sure I would get really into because like I'll be honest with you, I watch a lot of like foreign language stuff, but I I love I love Spanish stuff because uh -huh. I it is I love to say this it's in my background and it is because technically my dad is mm -hmm. both Portuguese and Spanish like his heritage is but really Portuguese. okay cool is Portuguese for the most part and the thing is like Portuguese is really hard to learn. Yeah. And so it's like, I just like, well, I'm just going to go with the Spanish because that was close <laughs> enough. And yeah. so like, I love, yeah. And so, um, I, cause like my mom is French and I okay. do know some French, but it's like, they're really mean when you don't get the, the words right. Yep. They're super mean. Like they say I pronounce my name wrong. I'm like, yeah. it's my name. Shush. But, it's um, my, I know how to say my it's name. It's my name. Um, but anyway, I have so, like a full list of recommendations. For okay, you good to know. Yeah, we'll, we'll as we continue this saga of this new era of lemonade, we'll make sure that we. we I get think on every board. week I'm going to give you a new one. I see, and I okay. So as we're watching though, so Barbie though, Barbie? Barbie was great. I think we we both agree on that. Correct? Oh, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah, it was. It's great because there's and this is the problem. And somebody said it was Randall Park who said it. And he's right. I don't know if you saw his little snippet of what he said. But he said the reason why Barbie was so great is what Mattel is completely missing the point about. Is that now they're like have all these ideas for like Viewfinder and you know Polly Pocket. Although I have to admit, Lily Collins' Polly Pocket will probably be great. But um, but you know they have all these like Rock'em Sock'em robots. They've got et cetera, et cetera. And he's like the reason why Barbie was so great is because it was different and it wasn't part of some sort of like you know marketing corporate scheme to yes. sell product. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There's a few things I, I think about Barbie and I, I, I posted this thing on my story. Like, I think it was, you know, a beautiful photo of like just my forehead and like my tears yeah. on my private story <laughs> after I was crying. And I think something about the Barbie movie that is very important. And I might say something that's a little divisive here. No, it's totally okay. Bring the device in this. Let's go. Bring the, okay. So, mm hmm I think the thing that's really amazing about the Barbie movie is it is actually, it actually is a movie for the kids. Yeah. No, you're or right. the boys. Yeah. And I think but it's really the boys funny. don't get it is the problem and they don't get it. And I yeah. think that's actually what's really interesting. Yeah. And no, I think like I was sitting there and I was like, Oh my God. Oh, like a big part of this is that like, it's my dream house and I don't need yeah. a man. And I, and then he, like the guys over like, but I want you to need me. Right. Like I, I, I want to, I want it to be our house and I want it to, you know, like I want to be a part of your life. Right. And, you know, obviously there's, and there's, there's a, there's a lot of nuance, right? <laughs> like this is a, a fictional movie. We're talking right. about people who are dolls, yeah. but I think there is still a lot to be said of like, and, and it goes into this whole, what I think a lot of movies are doing now, which is, and it's why I loved the Barbie movie is like, they did not play into the girl boss mentality of like just these empty female characters who are right. girl bossing and like, you know, have no flaws and are the equivalent of like everything we hate about like toxic male characters. Right. No, and I, I think what I love about that, because that's exactly how what I said after, yeah. you know, um, after because my brother and I, 
we watched it with my my cousin Danielle, who usually takes along uh-huh. for a lot of stuff, and then his wife Megan, and my brother's name is Brody. For those of you who are um, curious as to my family's names, um, and uh, and I think my brother and I, we're like, I think we enjoyed it more than than Megan and Danielle did. And we're like, and and it's like, and I I said, because like, I don't think like a lot of dudes understand the point of this movie too, is like, you know, that literally like about guys who like, you need to find yourselves too and be your own people, you know? And like, and I think that what was cool was that also, you know, when he, when, when Ken is, is, you know, distraught at the end and you know yeah. that she and is, is, is it she also you know you bring aside the fact that you know the empathetic side of, of barbie and where she basically you know said hey look i'm not the one for you basically but yeah. that's not what this should be about yeah this should be about you know you and, and whatever and i thought it was that's why greta gerwig did such a great job because it wasn't this what what everybody saw thought they saw just proved how shallow a lot of people who were watching <laughs> are because it's not what they saw i mean every guy from ben shapiro to you know yeah, uh, matt yeah. walsh who you know who, who who saw this thing about that you're making dudes out to be stupid and blah, blah no, no 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 guys you didn't watch this damn show like you, you didn't, didn't watch, watch the it. movie you no. you had an idea of what you wanted the movie to be about and then you didn't really watch it you said you yeah. watched it and then you're just yeah. you know and yeah. i think you know one thing that I think Barbie does amazingly and it's something I've been talking about a lot recently so if anyone's listening that has heard me have like go on this diatribe about about Disney um uh I think the thing I loved about Barbie is they had like stereotypical Barbie like who yeah. doesn't really have any I don't want to say talents that's like no offense <laughs> to stereotypical Barbie but yeah. she just is Barbie yep she's just stereotypical and she doesn't really have like she's not a doctor she's not a astrophysicist she's not a girl boss yep she just is barbie exactly yep 100 percent. and she's just you know wants to make her toast and have her barbie dream house and live in malibu and that's about it and the thing that i am really tired of so like for example the most like recent thing that comes to mind is like the new snow white movie now I haven't seen it. Right. It has, it's not even out. So I can't actually say like what my definitive take is on the film. However, I know from what I have seen in discussing the topic of the film is like, well, you know, it's not going to be about her chasing after the prince. You know, and I was like, yeah. well, it never was. Like... <laughs> That movie's actually like, or the the story is actually about how she like escaped assassination attempts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then like went to live in the woods, and actually ended up like realizing she really liked baking, and you know she liked you know cleaning wildlife. the house and wildlife. And, yeah, she's like, then, I'm getting acreage away from people. And and then what's actually <laughs> interesting is the the story is actually about like this conflict that exists between two women because of a very uh patriarchal ideal which is like bloodlines, right? Like who gets yep. to rule, which is all based on like patriarchy. Right. And so her stepmother wants her dead and anyway, that's like the whole but and so I'm like so in your like delusion of like well it's just about her wanting to get the prince and we just want her to be a girl boss and go, you know, girl bossing. 
that we like completely forgot that the whole point of the story yeah. is actually like a, a really meaningful conflict that women still experience with competition between each other because of yeah. hello patriarchal societies yeah. and that's what i think barbie did really great is that yep. they, they said yeah she can bake her pies in the woods she's just stereotypical barbie and there ain't anything wrong with that no i 100 percent agree with super that super feminine and wear pink and like to bake your pies and not have to go and want to be a ceo and still be powerful i hope in the case too of like with all the, love it great hair <laughs> i'll have to include that on the tiktok so that people see the hair flip it's great mm -hmm. um no and, and i think too like i hope because i think that you know you look at rachel ziegler obviously who's you know she's young and yes. she's and she's she's that's she's, her name i don't know her name is she's she's brilliant in the sense like you know i love whether you like the new West Side Story or not, she did a really uh -huh. good. She has a great voice. She's great, and I'm very stoked to see her in Ballads of Songbirds and Snakes. She's oh yeah, and that. I hope that people because the thing I see is they can differentiate what is a bad take. I think yeah. regarding Snow White and the fact that everybody has bad takes. Yeah, and that hopefully because a lot of people are talking about she's like on uh, like people are saying like she's like um what's the word like she's just um intolerable you know she's like she's horrible. oh and I like mean... it's a an, an, an unfortunate misunderstanding that you just by the way explained very well i want to point out about snow white and that, that it's an unfortunate misunderstanding that kind of comes down to a lot of the time i think that's frustrating for people who are creative types mm -hmm. who where people miss the 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 boat entirely with with yeah. the story or even god yeah. i deal with it just in general explaining an idea sometimes i think people yeah. don't fully listen yeah yeah and i and i think the other thing is is like if we want to get on this thing of like what makes barbie successful and what makes what a lot of corporate houses are doing unsuccessful is like we're beating a dead horse like we don't need to go and try to remake like a story that was written in the 1930s and it's like well that doesn't yeah. really yep. subscribe to modern ideals of course it doesn't yeah, exactly it was what do you mean <laughs> exactly like that's like reading shakespeare and being like why doesn't it empower women well it was right. written by a guy in like 1500s of course yeah, it doesn't literally like, the women were played by men because by, women weren't allowed to work everybody back in the right actually like straight up so it's like why why are we going back and trying yeah. to shoehorn are and guess what barbie even though it uses barbie is i think a fairly original idea and take oh yeah oh and story yeah so like why are we continuing to go back and well let's just do snow white again or let's just yep. do this thing again that was written a long time ago even well, even it, stuff that's written in like the 80s it, like yeah like, why are we going back oh, it's cringy it? it's cringy when you look at some of like, the stuff in the just 80s. write it something new yeah and i think that it, it kind of it, it follows and this is coming from somebody by the way who loves disneyland and loves disney same. and star oh, wars same. and all that stuff but like i think the problem that disney has fallen into and the same thing that cw falls into with a lot of their programming is is what you just said beating a dead horse is yeah. that literally like okay look yeah i've watched every single live action i think besides cinderella which i can't find on disney plus um but Wait, the new center like the cinderella yeah. live action also like a shame because that's probably the best one right so okay so i'll have to look for it but it's like i watched aladdin watch beauty and the beast watch lion king whatever and the thing is like at the end of the day let's be real it's because disney knows it's not like they have giant names attached to these movies 
So they're getting yeah. a pretty. They probably are getting a pretty cheap movie that they're making a quick, you know, quick, uh, yeah. cash grab off of. And with all uh, with the ones that are because I mean, like, look, I was really stoked for Halle Bailey, and she was her voice is incredible. She's incredible. Oh my god, I know. Um, and Little Mermaid was fun to watch, but it's not. You know, when you're talking about like what Barbie was or is, yeah, it's not doing anything. It's not. It's like yeah, exactly. It's you know like we're awesome. seeing we're seeing the same story kind of that mm-hmm. was Little Mermaid before, and we're seeing it in real live action. In this case with Snow White, it sounds like they are doing something different with it. Um, yeah. But you know, I mean, the you know the question is like, I'm sure they're gonna try to do Sleeping Beauty, right, or something like that. Um, what are they gonna do at that point when you know? Are you gonna fight the dragon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like. Yeah. And no, it, I don't want it. I want to see new, the originality. Like, seriously, like, why is it the movies that we've seen? I know it's because of what's popular. But, right. like, why are the movies, some of these, you know, indie comedies, whatever, why are they the ones that are limited to release? Why are they the ones you can't see in you're the theater that you normally go yeah. to? Yeah. When they're, that's where the originality usually is, is. You know, I mean, I think that's mm-hmm. why I like comedy. Like, when people are like, what movies do you like to watch? I think that's why I like comedies. Because even though, yeah, there are some, and some of them borderline are rom-coms. Yeah. yeah, there's tropes that they use. Yeah. I mean, even like one that I recently watched. It's not revolutionary, but it was like fun, right? It was uh, yeah. somebody I used to know with Alison Brie. And, oh, okay. Um, and it's like, but the but the thing is like, there is there are little new things that happen with each story that are just fun and they're different. Uh-huh. And even though the story might be similar to another one, it's not, at least there was some thought put into it. The mm-hmm. problem is that you know that what's happening right now, and you think about these these movies like with, with Snow White, with these Disney movies, is that the thought is just, oh, well, how do we make the quickest buck off of not having to put a lot of thought into something? Yep. And, you know, because, like, when you look at, for instance, like, I mean, gosh, as somebody who, you know, is, I consider myself a pretty forward thinker, yep. you know, progressive type, and when I watch CW sometimes, like, what they try to do is so overboard and cringy. <laughs> Yeah. You're like you're doing less for the cause than you're you're doing more harm than good. I think. Yeah, sometimes. absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's like, I think a lot of people think that in order to make a story that is, um, you know, how do I say this? That is progressive, informative, provides opportunity diversity that you have to all of a sudden talk about all of those things right within your story yep and in fact that's not what life is like at all nope you know i don't enter every room and say wow look at all of the men thinking (laughs) that i can't do this job what (laughs) like no it's just that things happen to me and i experience them through the lens of being a woman right and so that's when you get into why you have to have people of all types and all walks of life in your yep. writing rooms. Back to the writer's strike. That's why writers matter. 100% power to the people. Um, <laughs> but no, you're, 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 yeah, you're totally right. Because whenever I see, and this is going to make me sound kind of lame, but as somebody who, you know, is, I use the term a lot of here. I apologize, everybody. The term creative types, I think it just covers the whole base. Like mm-hmm. nobody, like if you, if you write music, if you write, story, like you were the kid who you're was creative. writing poems and yeah. stories, right? And so like that too. Mm-hmm. That so I think we're a lot of us like you know we're kind of captivated by other stories that actually resonate with us. 
-hmm. And whenever I see something that gets it and takes what we're talking about with, you know, with diversity and whatever sort of progressive mm -hmm. values, you know, I'm not talking about in regards to politics so much as just in, cause no. I think it's social, you know, more right. than anything. And that I think when, when, when you see that and you see it done right, which is exactly what you said, which is not in your face and instead is the subtlety of why, okay, when your story's over and you go, ah, that's what they were, that's what, you know, that's what they're trying yeah. to get at. That's what you, I will sometimes get like emotional because I'll be like, Shh, they got it. Like they understood it. It's not mm -hmm. about the message being shoved in your face. It's about understanding actually the power behind that movement mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and it's like have you seen well i mean i don't think this is necessarily well actually <laughs> i think it is but it's also have you seen sex education yeah uh, i so i mean to watch that because i have a lot of friends who have been telling me you should watch it it's yeah. amazing amazing story incredibly like talented cast and i think there's just so much messaging in that movie that is important and it's just it's so good it's just so yeah. well done but it's what what it is at its core it's just a good original story it's not trying to force anything onto its audience it's just telling a good story and it has a great cast and a great creative team yeah no, that's, what, I, that's, I, what... that's on my list um i have so we're gonna have to talk about ahsoka next week because i'm yes. hoping you'll watch it by then i'll go watch it well i didn't watch yeah. it last night but that's because i've been so tired it's understandable uh have you but you're but you, you've watched all the other star wars yes series. yes okay. what's yes. your favorite out of all the star wars series i have a really hot take on this does this include movies or just are we just talking tv well shows? let's go with the series first but i'm i'd love to dive in i know we're like we're we're getting probably to the point where we have to you, know, you have so point. much content now long episode <laughs> yeah that's um, great i'm okay with that um okay my hot take mm -hmm. Because I'm just going to go in with my hot take first. Okay. And I think it's the best out of all of them. Okay. All movies, even the originals. Rogue One. Oh, that's me! Holy shit! <laughs> Absolutely! Okay, great. Sorry if I was loud, everybody. That was really I'm glad exciting. we don't have to be divisive about Rogue that. Rogue One is not even a question. Is my favorite mm -hmm. movie out of all of them. It's not even close. I want to ask you why. Okay, why do I love Rogue One? Same, because Rogue One is an actual story that mm -hmm. actually has good writing and it has great dialogue and the actors are fantastic. I'm not taking anything away from the actors from the other movies, but this is a legit story. It's the reason why my favorite series is my favorite Star Wars series that we'll get to in a moment. Okay. But um, but I, I love the cast. I think the fact that it didn't rely on all the heavy special effects that now I'm not trying to be one of those people. But it relied yeah. on a storyline, and it didn't yep. involve the Jedi. It didn't involve – we all love the Jedi. That's great. We all love that stuff. But it relied on actual character building, and that's what – characters. And, and the fact, too, that even though there's always little subtle, you know, mm -hmm. um, meanings behind Moments. everything, mm -hmm. that was especially how they – and how that ended, the fact that it wasn't necessarily a happy – in fact, it was not Incredible. a happy ending – was the best Star Wars movie, and it's hands down. Oh, the reason, because you know, if you're, okay, so the reason this is the best Star Wars film yes. is because, or just like, I think in almost the whole franchise, is because you, if you're a Star Wars fan, you know that this base gets blown up. Right. Like, you know, you, you know what happens to it. 
However, the entire time you're thinking maybe our main characters make it out. Yeah. And even even like on the rewatch, you're like hoping it's like it's like when you rewatch Titanic and you're like maybe Jack gets on the fucking door. Like <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe they get on a ship and they get out of there, but they don't. And I think that is what makes every moment like even more impactful. Yep. Like with um um Cassian and Jen. Like every moment you're like Oh my god, are they gonna die? Yeah. Like, oh, that was so beautiful. Are they gonna die? Like every everything is hyper focused and just like on the edge of a knife the whole time because you, as an audience member, know. Yep. I make it. Yeah. Um, and that's because you know that the first film starts off with Leia receiving the information from the fleet after boom right and no one survived yeah um and i think another thing that that movie does so well is like you know and sometimes i i get like i think it's getting to the point where i mean i love a good fan service moment you know but i feel like there's a time and a place and it feels like you know sometimes it's like oh my god we don't need to see another like you know another character we don't need to see luke again we don't need to right. see like you know like but i think what rogue one is like we're so invested in these new characters and then boom at the very end that darth vader moment yeah where he's in the hallway just slaughtering everyone you're like yeah no it's uh, totally it, you're... i forgot about him yeah you know what i mean yeah no exactly and so i guess that kind of leads us into Okay. What is your favorite series? Series? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're probably gonna think I'm gonna say Andor. Because uh, that's mine. I mean, that's like. I mean, that, yeah. I also have like I just have such a soft spot for the Mando, like the first well, season yeah, of Mandalorian. Yeah. No, I understand that because Grogu. Grogu. I mean, I mean, how can you? How can you not? Right. <laughs> but Andor. But notice I said first season. Yeah. Not that I don't like the other seasons, <laughs> but like the first season of right. Mandalorian also was very like i was like oh, because i i i felt like they really did also like new character made you care about yeah. him and it was very interesting intriguing the music was so it was like a western it was just so yep. cool yeah i will say that you're 100% right that like they actually encapsulated the feeling of a space western mm-hmm. so much so well in that first season and for some reason they kind of fell off of it yeah for season two and they yeah. lost that part of it 100 percent right i say 100 percent a lot just so everybody knows um Great. but you um you should have that and, as merch and or yeah right yeah that's, that'll, that'll be our merch will be 100 percent yeah and then it'll be yeah i'm i've been tired and that's gonna be yours <laughs> listen i've been tired listen i've been tired <laughs> i think that's great i really hope my merch for this podcast is i've been tired i hope that's my claim to fame again not to go off on an add tangent here but i want to also say that what was what's hilarious is that when i asked ashley to be the co-host of the show and i said i i know you're busy so don't worry if you can't she's like i am busy but i want to and so i'm like <laughs> i'm gonna get her and kara some merch and i and i and i haven't told them what it is yet it should be in hopefully in like two weeks i'm hoping hoping for you guys but 
I had to ask what their shoe size was. I was like, how do I ask this without sounding like a complete weirdo? Weird. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I was and like, no, for you foot weirdos out there, I'm not going to tell you what their shoe size is. <laughs> I'm a 12 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> fucking monsters. <laughs> um but yeah but yeah but those i'm like sitting there going like i have this great idea i'm like how do i ask you know i've known kara for a while and Mm -hmm. i've now you know known you for a little bit now like Mm -hmm. how do i ask them without i'm like hey guys i want to send you some swag what's your shoe size by the way (laughs) i love that though you'll see though it's it's very excited it's it's definitely it's 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 definitely worth it the the awkward question Okay, great. Um, I can't wait. But yeah, Andor, um, I just love it because, I, again, I'm a big character building person. I love the fact that it was, and I'm kind of sad because I really took down the set. And I'm like, please don't say that they're, that they're like shelving it for real, even though, again, Aww. power to the people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But because of the strike. Yeah. Um, but uh, I thought it was, plus I love Bix. I thought her character was just mm-hmm. so good. And mm-hmm. there were so many good characters in that. His mom was, I mean, my God, like that, where they take the brick yeah. of his mom through the, oh, yeah. geez, that's a no, hell of it's, a, it's good. It's really yeah. good. That's honestly, I would probably say that one, but I just love the first season. Like, I, I don't know. First season of Mandalorian really, yeah. like I loved so much. So it, well, I mean the shock of seeing Grogu is like, I remember, I'll never forget that. I, I was at my, I was at my brother and sister-in-law's house where we're like, we thought, oh my God, it's the first Star Wars show. And then yeah. we get to the end of it, we're like, <gasps> I know, I, I remember distinctly the what? the drama. What? Yeah, it's Baby Yoda, and then of course Grogu. Yeah. Um. Okay. So to uh, before we go, before we go, uh, has there been anything? Well, actually, we got. I did want to talk about something else too. We can save that for later. Okay. But um. But before we go, what about uh, music wise? I do want to give a little shout out because you know. We don't do. I, I do want to do more reviews on the actual blog, but mm-hmm. um, we always do positive stuff. We're just like stuff we love. We don't do because music is subjective. Nobody should be shitting on music. Nobody should be shitting on music unless Never. it's subjectively it's horrible. We should do. But also, it's objective. So yeah, exactly. Uh, we should make a T-shirt that says "Nobody should be shitting on music." That's another one. We'll add that to the merch tally. For, that, that's true. That's good for our merch site um so i i did so I, i'm a big as i mentioned love spanish and uh-huh. so spanish i love spanish spanish speaking music uh-huh. um carol g released her uh bichota season from from mañana será bonito uh and it is fantastic okay i haven't listened to it it's really good i okay. love it um i have been listening to that a lot also i want to say mr wives uh yes. i love mr wives you love mr wives i do their new album oh I mean, yeah ultraviolet holy shit that song it like fucking tears me up every time i yeah. hear it incredible song yeah anything else yeah, you've I, been listening to uh i i've i mean i've been listening the mr wives albums really been yep rocking me to my core um i've actually been like entering a new like record cycle i'm like writing a lot of new music for my next like project and I, we had like a meeting and it was like what is the goal what's the vibe and like, i was just like listen to this album if <laughs> right. i can make anything that is like remotely comes close to this they have had when you go 
uh, I'm terrible at remembering album names, by the way. I know Super Bloom, mm-hmm. but there's the album before that that I that really got me into them, but I can't remember the name of it for the life of me right now. Um, but it's the one yeah. with uh, um, uh, Broken Piano and uh, what was the first song that I heard of theirs, too, that really got me into them? I, I'll remember it at some there's point. There's like Reflections. It's like huge. Uh, is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. I should look it up on. But anyways, uh, while I'm looking it up, um, but no, Super Bloom, literally like that song. Well, that song and Pretend to Be Happy. Oh, yeah. Uh, or excuse me, Decide to Be Happy. Decide to Be Happy. Um, decide to Be Happy. Um, those are, like those songs, like again, I don't want to sound like overly, you know, you know, like, uh, what's the word? Overly mushy here. But like, I love those, like th- th- those songs mean a lot to me. Like I would get lyrics from those songs tattooed on me yes like i mean like i there's a line in decide to be happy where she's like you know of course it's like part of the chorus which is you know um you know i've been down on my knees praying yeah it's it's like that line is i think for so many of us Mm -hmm. is just a conflicted you know sort of connect the dots that's what the album is called connect Mm -hmm. the dots sorry didn't mean to interrupt you but i my own my own self um, oh, no. but, uh, and I think the song that I, that chasing this, that was a song, the first song I heard there so that I love. Okay, um, yeah. but yeah, anyways, but I think they're in a super bloom, you know, again, not to go too deep into my pet, we'll get to it at one point in the show, I'm sure. Yeah. But like, that is like, you know, the words of that were like, oh yeah, fuck. I made it through a kind lot. of thing. And it's like. Mm-hmm. That one has I don't get I'm I'm trying to be better about expressing therapy, expressing my emotions and letting them be outward, but I don't usually a lot. And that song yeah. I remember the first or second time I heard it, I was in tears. I was like, oh shit, this is like yeah, yeah this song. Yeah, I um, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of the Miss the new Mr. Rives album, and then what else have I been listening to? Um. I've been listening to a lot of like Charlotte Sands recently. Oh, yeah, that's good. Like a little bit of that. I've been just doing like a lot of like. I'm actually like, this sounds. This is a little weird, but this is how I know like I'm in a mentally good place. Yeah. Um. So there, like, and I don't know if you can relate to this. I'm sure some other artists will, but there are sometimes like comes a point where like you're in the middle of your own music making and like. I used to get this a lot like when I was younger like as an artist and it was like I had a hard time listening to other successful artists like because yeah. I was like every time I'd listen to a good song it was like almost like why can't I write something like that no I totally yeah not like wow what a good song it's and so yeah, it's so hard yeah. I'm very happy I'm in this space now I'm listening to just a lot of stuff I listened to like Olivia Rodrigo's new song mm. and like I think like a few years ago like I think and and I know some of my own friends now, like, you know, will literally be like, I don't listen to any new music. Yeah. Because it's like painful. Yeah. And I and I think that's so sad, but also like I understand. Yeah. Because it's so hard, like, to see other people like doing it and you know, being successful and you're like, Why do you and I it's really tough because you'll listen to people who release music that is, you know, I mean, God, I remember even like, you know, for going back to like Weezer, Rivers Cuomo released literally yeah. a, 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 you know, a basement recordings at one point yeah. and stuff like that. And, 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 you know, and I think the tough part is like for me personally, like I've never recorded in studio. I'm not, 
I don't consider myself to be some sort of crazy good instrumentalist. I play rhythm guitar. That's pretty much it. I play yeah. ukulele, play mandolin, and you know, and I, and I, I, I often say to myself, well, when I listen to even like you know, let's think about other singer songwriters like you know, I don't know James Bay or Jack Johnson, Matt Costa, whatever, and, and you go, okay, so I listen to them and I'm like, but listen to the production on these, and mm. then I realize I think about like I don't know, do you ever go through an emo phase? Uh, yeah, of course. Said, yeah. So, like, you ever listen to Dashboard Confessional? Of course. <laughs> okay, cool. So, you know, and so, like, I remember they had this record, they released a demo on their website. This is back before streaming. Uh -huh. And they had the demo on their website for so long, so long. And I had downloaded it, and it was just like a demo, literally a demo. Yeah. And that song meant so much. I love that song so much. Yeah. And then they released like this really super produced version with, which, no offense to that song, it's still good. But, like, Adam Duritz from Counting Crows was on it. And, um, and I was like, I really love that old demo. still. <laughs> like I really want, you know, like ghost of a good thing they did uh, as well. They did both. They released a demo yeah. version, the regular version. And so, you know, if I remember like a few days ago or a few weeks ago, I released, I, I like uploaded a video on TikTok of a song, the most recent song that I wrote. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, and, and like I said, I'm, I don't claim to have, you know, the greatest voice in the world. I don't claim to have the best you know, instrumentals in the world but i was like ah you know this song means a lot to me right now and yeah. i hadn't written a lot in a lot since the pandemic and like one person's like they're like i'm like please put this on spotify and i'm like well shit that's what really honestly like yeah i might only have double digit listeners each month yeah but at the end of the day we write this stuff because we like to and if we one like person to. is like, I really, really want to listen to this, even if it's just the stuff I uploaded on, or I recorded on my, like, you know, Spire Studio, Isotope, you know, Spire yeah. Studio. Like, hey, so what? It's raw. I tried to, like, do tracks on it. And I'm like, I kind of like this one just being sort of just one it way is through. What it is what it is. What it is kind of thing. Because I've done where I've recorded separate tracks before. But, yeah, I mean, it's just like, I, it's tough because you'll listen, you'll constantly, going back to where we spurred this conversation, you know, yeah, it's like because if you do listen to, you have to reach that point where you go, we're always going to compare ourselves to something else and say. And the other thing you got to realize is like the people who are listening to, like that are massive, that's like a team of 10 yeah. minimum. Oh, yeah. I mean, to make that happen. I mean, man, man, some of the biggest, like, you know, pop songs have just for the top line writers alone there's like how many you know who are writing i mean it's like uh-huh yeah i mean like we were just talking about midnights earlier too yep like i was just looking at the amount of studios oh yeah. they went to one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen oh my god nineteen studios wow all over, I mean, uh, Brooklyn, New York, Brooklyn, Los Angeles, Melbourne, you know, I mean, yeah. it's probably just like, you know, I don't know where she travels or where whoever, you know. Yeah, or but, other people who are like contributing their part to it. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. But th but that's like yeah. just 19 studios. If you have right. 19 studios and that's one session at each studio, five people, a producer, an engineer, artist, and then a, a writer and maybe maybe a writer or two five people in the room which yep. is like a pretty four to five is like a pretty standard room yep times 19 
okay, that's how many people we're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, cause just imagine like, imagine too, like the flexibility that that, that gives you, right? Because if you take like you and myself, you mm-hmm. obviously far more advanced than me in the sense of, of, of the music you're making, but we're both two people who have day jobs. We yeah. now imagine we were collaborating on a song together. Yeah. And now we're having to share files back and forth. Like imagine the time that takes up with your day job. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and even if we had a studio each to like work, me working in Seattle, you working yeah. on one in, in LA, yeah. we would barely find the time to be able to write one or get one song done. Yeah. Yeah. But yep. artists who are established, they have, and that's the majority of artists out there are like you and me. They're not. Yeah. And I think that's Beyonce another thing that's Taylor. important. Yes. That's another thing that's important to understand is that like we equate ourselves to the 0.001%. Yeah. And I think like something that was really important for me recently was like, I went to, I've been going to a lot more, um, concerts that aren't theater's tour <laughs> but but this is why i say it is important is yeah. we can go to the eras tour and we can get very overwhelmed and we think mm-hmm. well if i'm not doing this i'm nothing right. are you kidding me that's the biggest artist it's in the, the world. biggest in the history pretty much but if you go to a concert that's still room is full everyone in that audience knows those lyrics knows those songs and it's a five band lineup or yep. whatever, but every person on that stage is making a living doing music. Yep. Oh yeah. That is what exactly. we need to like yep. remind ourselves of, you know, it's like, yep. it's, it's not about being a Beyonce or, yep. you know, music is about honestly, like the smaller stages, yep. because I think also most of the time, like, even though I love to, I am a big, ta- I'm a big Taylor Swift girl. I love yep. her. Like, I could go on and on about Mr. Wives forever too. Yeah, no, exactly. And, you and know? that's, you know, I've seen covering artists too for, for the magazine and such. I've seen everything from a five person cafe, you know, mm-hmm. to, I mean, our own, um, uh, um, you know, we, oh God, Matt, my memory with names is horrible, by the way. Okay. But Natalie Gelman, there we go. Uh, Natalie Gelman, who we, we had in the, in the, the, uh, in the magazine a long time uh-huh. ago. She randomly shows up in my hometown. She messaged me and she's like, hey, do you want to come out to the, we have this place called the Acoustic Frog in Bellingham, Washington. And she's like, want to come to my show tonight? I'm like, yeah, of course I do. Yeah. There's like probably like seven or eight people at the Acoustic Frog. And it was one of the funnest shows. Like it was like, she was, you know, she was having fun. I think that people think like artists care about that too. Like we're, no, I mean, there's different levels of terrifying. Like if you're like, you know, if you're somebody who gets anxiety performing, which I oddly enough don't tend to but when you're on stage and nobody's listening eh, you can kind of just do what you do and yeah. you're like eh, it's kind of like a night it's work yeah and then you get this sort of rush when you realize people are listening as long as you're not totally shit because hey even taylor messes up songs yeah. <laughs> you know yeah like, like you're gonna mess up songs people nobody gets every song perfect unless you're like yeah. in an orchestra um yeah. and um and like when you people are listening and i remember like my first show nobody really cared second show i'm at a cafe everybody's listening and yeah it's a little scary when you look down everybody's looking at you mm-hmm. and then you realize but this is also really cool because it's so cool yeah they're captivated it might have been i think there's probably like 17 people there mm-hmm. second show i played and you know and, and i remember like get hitting that point where i was like okay well does anybody really care to listen to your stuff you're just playing an acoustic guitar singing about love and breakups 
And like, does anybody care? I remember I played like a wine garden in Birch Bay, Washington. Mm-hmm. I'm mentioning all these cities nobody has no idea about, or these towns. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, but uh, and it was probably like 12, 13, 14 people in the wine garden. And I kind of like said, oh, well, you know, you guys have a good night, basically. In a sense, you know, like nobody gave me a time. They just said, hey, come in and play a little bit. They're like, no, we want to hear more. And I'm like, oh, dang. Like, you know, they just, oh some people God. just want to be entertained. Yeah. Yep. Like, you know, and that's what's cool. Yeah, that's that's what it's about. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so before we leave, yeah, so the last thing that we'll say before we go, because I think this is like a two-hour-long show, uh, which is fine. The great news is, is that for our, which will be bi-weekly for right now, our, mm-hmm. our uh, show is that we'll never run out of things to talk about, Ashley. That's definitely no. apparent. Um, but uh, I'm so- Kathy. You did mention something last time we talked, and next time we're going to talk about this way more in depth because we don't have the time today. Okay, but we'll tease and, it. and we still got yeah, we still got plenty of time to talk about this. You did mention we were both talking about that we both believe there should only be one season, and I had this thought because you said you lived in Chicago and you were like, yeah, it's cold there and everything at one point, and I had the feeling because my feeling is I'm a summer baby, and I was like, oh yeah, so Ashley leaves in summer all year and then i realized because we obviously follow each other on on socials of course you're not a summer baby you want the whole year to be autumn yes yeah so you must be feeling like today by the way congratulations starbucks started to sell <laughs> their <laughs> psls i wrote a song yep. about that by the way i injected into into my blood today not you already holy dang you're on top of it boom got the pumpkin spice pumping through you right now you should be more awake i should (laughs) be more awake she's she's cut to me going i'm so tired it's because i'm just drinking liquid sugar there's no right like your body's fighting between fucking lie caffeine and burning the sugar um so the uh so yeah so psl day is officially here yes um I'm a and fall baby. How excited are you? When do you, do you mind telling? When is your birthday? My my birthday is September 14th. Oh, so you are a fall. You're like seeing. I was born August 2nd. So. Okay. So okay. summer baby, fall so baby. You're, no, you're a Leah. I am. Yeah, you're a. I I don't know this. I just know I'm a Leah. So you got to okay. be like, wait a minute, hold on. September. What'd you say? 14th. 14th. So you're. Oh my god! I might be down in California during your birthday. Well, it'll be post surgery, so yeah. I'll make sure I get you. I'll bring you down a gift. Um, and so uh, it might be when your when your merch comes in. Your your sh- with your shoe size. Um, yes. the- <laughs> um so the, I she's think- a. Is that Virgo? Yeah. Oh, I got it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry, yeah, Kara's also again. a Virgo. Huh? Kara's a Virgo. Too. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Wait, oh my god, I should remember when is Kara's birthday. I don't know when her birthday is. So I'll look it up. Oh, Kara, don't listen to this part. I just Love cut you. this out, actually. <laughs> Jack's a Leo like me. Oh, that's so interesting. Jonah's like, a Leo. Yeah, Jack, Jonah. Really? Yeah. So we got three male Leos. Yep. And we've got two female Virgos. Mm-hmm. I think that's- Virgos are the best. Actually, we can we actually next time we'll get into we'll get into some astrology. Let's write down this for the merch. We're gonna have a merch with three lions and two and two whatever a Virgo girls. Is. Virgo's right. literally like the lady. It's like the woman. Oh, is that really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. It's like, oh, and there's like two goats. 
<laughs> and there's Capric right? Capricorn. Capricorn's and... the goat. Isn't there another one? No. What? Is there another there's goat? A... No, no, no. Oh, the ram, which is oh, the Aries. Okay. Oh, ah. There you go. Well, okay, I can we'll tell you all one. of them right now. I know Aries. that the Aquarius is the guy with the water. <laughs> and it confuses everyone. Can we talk about that? How like Aquarius <laughs> is an air sign. And no. the symbol yes, For real? yes. Yes. It's not a water sign? Because Pisces It's not a water sign. Okay, because Pisces is water. Pisces is a water my sign. My mom and my dad are both Pisces. Cancer is a water sign. And Scorpio is uh -huh. a water sign. Wait, wait, can't whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cancer would be. Cancer is a water sign. Scorpio. Scorpio is, not. is a is a yes it is. It's a why, water sign. Why? It's just it is what it is. <laughs> I didn't decide this. It just is. Gemini is what? Air. It, okay. And Libra is oh well, I guess that but Air. I guess when you think about the water and the scales, I don't know. I'm not making sense. I'm trying to make sense of something here. It's not when it's you, not it, working. Libra is an air sign. Oh, okay. So all these things are air. So all of these all of these signs line Virgo up. Virgo is Earth. Earth, okay. And Leo is fire oh 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 i didn't even know that about myself <laughs> that explains something um so me jonah mm -hmm. and so me and jack get along great is that normal for two leos to get along oh yeah okay i think Most we do jack I would may say, have something to say about that i'm not an astrologist uh -huh. or astrologer yeah clearly i'm not i can't <laughs> even say it correctly but i would say most of the time from what i understand is that like like two leo or people the same sign mm -hmm. will either get along really well or not at all hate each other i hope i don't hate jonah i want to get to know jonah i'm like <laughs> jack no, no, no. jackson like, listen to this jackson will be like he thinks he's my friend that's cute <laughs> you're like he's like wow wait, the only few jack and i have is about movies that's it otherwise i feel like me and jack are like it's like a it's a bromance waiting to happen not even a question. that's beautiful yeah I want to like I want to text him sometimes. I'm like, no, I don't want to bug him. I don't want to be like that guy. I want to be clingy. You should. Okay, I'll be clingy. I'm gonna text him after I get off this. I'm gonna be like, Jack, please listen to the, the thinking next about you episode of the podcast. We talk about. Yeah, it. we're gonna dive into some astrology next time. I like it. I'm gonna go feral astrology girly. Before I forget, so some things to talk about before, or just uh, yeah, the rundown. Uh, what I forgot and I want to mention before mm -hmm. we say goodbye. I did see Japanese breakfast this weekend. We don't talk all about it oh, because. Yeah because we don't have time but i just want to say she was amazing and okay. congratulations on a great tour um that was fantastic um she played a song or a song fucking hell she played a show at uh woodland park zoo in seattle just writing zoo, song. Zoo tunes. she did play a song a couple of them actually Beautiful. she played built to spill and uh, which is crazy because you have like japanese breakfast new band mm -hmm. or not new mm -hmm. but you know newer and built mm -hmm. to spill like from when i was a kid um cool. and or you know kid-ish and uh, yeah so great great stuff i was glad to have after seeing eras like you mentioned then you go into something a little bit different and yeah she's so good she had a gong that was it was lit up around it and i was like this is i like sparkly stuff me too yeah love sparkly yes. stuff so it made me very happy we're gonna talk about more spooky season stuff next time everybody oh, and yeah. in two weeks of course you'll be wait a minute don't want to bring it up again, but where will you be at surgery-wise in two weeks? Well, so that's what I was going to tell you, is that my surgery's on September 7th. September 7th. We might 
well, what we will do, we will do it what, how what we can to make sure that Ashley is healthy. That's the main thing. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll be regardless. I will hopefully. I always say that because you never know with work <laughs> and stuff. I'll hopefully, be down there uh, yeah. the eleventh through the fifteenth, sixteenth, something like that. Yeah, that is around my birth times. Yep. Yeah. So, like, I'll bring uh, bring you pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for joining this first episode. Well, I mean, the close to like the hundredth episode we've done, but the first episode of the new era of Lemonade Magazine. Ashley Smith, otherwise known as Miss Machina, uh, she's here and she's ready to take over. She, one of these days, I'm gonna have her introduce, like, be like, "Hello and welcome to the Lemonade Magazine podcast." Oh, yeah. I've done every single one of them, so I'm I already ready. Yeah, you're you're more than ready. And so, uh, yeah, Ashley, uh, and she's going to be uh, getting a, 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 a very much a bionic knee soon. She's going to be uh, ready mm-hmm. to... Bionic woman. We're, we're going to have to run up Runyon Canyon and see who gets there top first. It'll be me. I have one leg. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you one of those, like, uh, the little, like, peg legs you put on. The, yeah. What do they call those? My mom had them, and she, like, completely shattered her ankle. Um, yep. Yeah. But anyways, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, Ashley... Uh, take it away. Close out the show. <laughs> I put you on the spot. I didn't tell her I was going to tell her to do this. You can just say bye. It's okay. Oh, I. Oh, it's like when someone ends a like a a presentation. Uh so yeah. So yeah. Thanks. Uh, subscribe. Comment. <laughs> Perfect. Fire. <laughs> Later. Horrible. Later.